0: Welcome to episode 214 of the UK Steelers podcast. You're joined as always by me, Simon Stanley. I'm joined here by my three co-conspirators, Mark Hansen, Gavin Marshall, Mike Farrell. Or? Cool. Unsure? Unknown. not. Not quite sure. It hey, has gotten to the point, I was saying this, Mike, it has gotten to the point now where I did learn it and I've now re-unlearned it by saying both. So I don't
1: even know where the both bit came from. Just all of a sudden. Because I
0: said it, it once and then you corrected me and said it was like, it was either like Colin Farrell or like Will Farrell. I, I can't remember. It was a whole thing.
1: Well, I, I have a guess. Will Farrell is American. Colin Farrell is from Dublin. Farrell, like myself. Yeah, See, that's the way to see. Why didn't so, you say that the first time? I would have remembered that way. Have a, have a guess. I didn't think I needed to go into the granular. <laughs> I, I, I thought this was just a bit. I didn't realize it was genuine. Well, no. Confusion. So, it was,
0: so it was genuine <laughs> confusion. Then it was Mike correcting me, followed by me learning. Then it was
2: confusion again, because I kept saying both, and I confused myself. Wait, you've got inside your own head with this, like Matt Canada and play calling. (laughs) You're overthinking things.
0: (laughs) Nicely nicely tied together.
2: That that implies thinking. Nicely, I think panicking, panic thinking. Anyway, sorry. We'll
0: we'll get to it, we'll get to it. Nicely brought back to topic, I understand. Um, we got a lot to talk about, as you can imagine. I think this is going to be a little bit of a, a, a different structured show to what we normally do, because... I mean this game was just a complete mess, we'll get into it. Um housekeeping, first of all, throw us a couple of quid on patreon.com forward slash uk steelers podcast, keep the lights on. Our show producers have done such. Rob Ferguson, Mark Hansen, ooh, what a handsome man. Hey. Glenn Jones, Matt Audley, Joel Spencer, Steve Williams, Jason Bowdler, Ian Ferrugia, Christian Robb, Thomas Fielding, and Joe Pearson.
3: Thanks to those wonderful producers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is that me again? New Gav laugh just dropped. A new one? When was that Ooh. from? I have to change my
0: guillotine. <laughs> yeah! That was from episode 208. Uh, uh, and immediately after that sound, Mike said, you got to cut that laugh. Okay.
2: <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's all
0: right? Yeah. I don't know. I do just, to original, just to compare
2: with the original.
4: Just to compare with the original. Sounds a bit like Mario. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
2: Okay. Well, it's good to bring a jovial mood. I'm, I'm in a good mood because uh, not only is uh, Jay upstairs already had his shower, but uh, they, they had um, their, their two-year-old daughter's birthday party about an hour ago as well. Oh, and there's no. only one thing worse than being at a two-year-old birthday party. is being underneath one. If you can imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> Jumping and the music and the nursery rhymes going on for hours and the, and the crying. So you finished. So we're, we're in good shape here.
0: That's, I'm sure that's been the opinion of the underworld people we spoke about last week for generations.
5: It's
4: inadvertently (laughs) the creepiest thing you've ever said, Gab. Yeah, Yeah, it is a little bit, yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Anyway,
4: Uh, Uh. I
0: almost don't know where to start with this one. The Steelers, I guess we should start with uh, what occurred. The Steelers lost, what did it end up being, 30-6? to (laughs) That's the one. To the Houston Texans. (laughs) Oh, no! Um... It was awful in almost all aspects to the point where, and I was saying this to you guys just before we started, you know, you know, like when the game's going on, I find it easier for me to like recall what happened if I take down like some basic notes uh, as the game is going on. And I've got this like list. It's just very simple bullet points of like things that occurred. You know what I mean? Like quick early drive for the Texans. The run, Steelers run D is poor. Texans settle for two field goals, go 30, nothing up. And I'm just going down like that. And then I get to the end, uh, Texans score again. There's a fumble on the, and then it ends. I've clearly mm-hmm. given up. <laughs> I've moved on. I think that was some time early in the fourth quarter. Uh, the entire game was just a complete disaster, man. And there's a few different points I think we can we can go back to when we start talking about the game as a whole, right? I think we'll, we can get to that fourth and one um, play that I feel like felt like that's where the game hinged, right? We weren't going to get back into it after that failed, it felt like. Um, but, I mean, Matt Canada has to be the discussion of the week, I think. I mean, that is all anyone's talking about. Um, things have reached a bit of a fever pitch. I've got a long list of insane-sounding stats that have been uh, collated over the, the week. I know you've been doing some of that as well, Mike. But I, I think I've got to start, and then we, you know, I'll, I'll pass it over maybe to you, Mike, and you can go through some of these stats. Oh, Gav, I know you've got uh, the drive chat. But we've got to start with something that one of you guys sent me, I think, this week, which is um, Stephen A. Smith talking about Matt Canada.
3: <laughs> Ryan Clark, Shannon, Shannon Sharp. Do you notice since Matt Canada became the offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2021, the Steelers haven't had one single 400-yard Not one. game. Not one. Not one. Not one. Ain't even pinch Every other NFL team has had at least four. The Steelers haven't had one. And their offense ranks 29th total offense, 25th in scoring offense. Yesterday, they didn't even cross the 50-yard line. He has to go. I've said this weeks ago. Matt Canada has to go. And last but not least, Shannon, let me read this quote to you. According to Spiro Ditas, who does an outstanding job calling football games, um, along with Adam Archuleta, this is what Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator, said to them. They're not quite built. Talking about his team. They're not quite built to come back from big leagues. The way we start games is critical. The offensive coordinator said that quote publicly. Why does he have a job? (laughs) Why is he the offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers?
1: That is an amazing job.
3: <laughs> I kind
1: of, I kind of rail at that
2: kind of. Sh- that's literally. Why does he have jock. a
3: job?
1: Thank you.
2: That's literally the definition of shock jock, isn't it? Like you're driving along, <laughs> and listening to the radio, and someone shouts and makes you nearly crash off the turnpike. That's him. That's that, and I, I don't like that. That makes me feel uncomfortable. That's not what we're here for. That's that's like the opposite kind of <laughs> analysis that I want. I want calm, cool, and collected.
0: Of course you do, Gav, but the, you know, the villagers are angry. The pilgrims have risen up. Yeah, put out the pitchforks. The pitchforks po- are out, yeah, you know. The pitchforks. The pitchforks. <laughs> Did it again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's cross <joined laughs> <off> Part 2.
5: Load <laughs> <Like> the <laughs> <Fitch box> guys. <laughs> no, nice. Uh... Oh, no. just
0: don't even know what to say to
5: that. Ah. Uh... That's good.
0: What, what uh, do you suggest? Because, Gav, this is the problem, right? We, we've spent, you know, nigh on a year and a half, and we spent the whole off-season analysing this and talking about, you know, what's the best thing for Kenny Pickett? And, do you know, do you want consistency versus, you know, new influence and new ideas? And where's well, it gotten us? It's gotten us here, and I'm so angry looking back because I wish we'd just kind of not, – well, not that we could have had anything to do with it, but, you know what I mean? But, but at the time, I remember kind of thinking, like, well, I think Gav's got a point, you know, but – I don't know, man. We should have just ousted him when we knew it was wrong and we'd be here now, but now we're another year behind and all of a sudden, Kenny's 27 and we still got excuses because a new offensive coordinator comes in and then that guy's got to get his system set up. We still don't know if Kenny's the guy. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm spiralling, Gav. Taught me off the clutch mm. of the clutch.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, in the offseason, it made sense like if it was 51-49 in favour of keeping him just for stability. Uh, I don't think time's running out if they get rid of him. I think there's still time before they've got to pay Kenny. I think there's still... Evaluation time, but it does. I think the the thing that summed it up for me most was uh, the shot they kept cutting to of Canada in his little box, calling his little plays, yeah. <laughs> and like behind him is like him. a vortex, like a tesseract, <laughs> like he's stuck in some kind of like dimensional prison, like General Zod <laughs> gets in prison at the end of Superman Two. Uh, it's I, absolute... I'm glad you found that shot funny as well because I was laughing at it every time. <laughs> yeah, it's like it was like everything's going wrong. He's doing. I, he, he, you look at the way the game was called. He is flip flopping all over the place. Anything that worked, he like was dialing back up like immediately, mm. and it was getting spotted. He went from just calling passes to just calling, uh, like trying out one drive of just calling the run, and then just calling spread and. Everything was the same. I mean, he was he was in desperation mode. I think he knows yes, he knows the pressures on him. He knows it. He knows he is. He knows he's in the, the two dimensional plane floating off in space, and he's got to kind of break out of it somehow. But he was trying everything. But he, I just don't think he's got the chops for this. I don't think no. He's got the plays and the ability to not like react and overreact to the situation. He's not in control. I didn't really talk you down off the edge, did I? There, so No, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Oh no, sorry. However, I don't think it was all his fault, and I don't think. I think everyone just screaming fire, Matt Canada. I don't think that's the only problem. I think everything was bad in this game. I don't think anyone covered them, apart from Monty Adams. No one really covered themselves in glory in this game.
1: No, you're, you're right. It was. It was. A, it's a mixture of of significant issues, but. There's you know, when you're scoring six points, there's one glaring um glaring ire that gets the that gets the first first arrow. Um and it's Canada, for sure.
2: What about Pickett?
1: He, he doesn't come in with a squeaky clean, both metaphorically and literally. Um and, and and some blame has to be put on put on him. And it's such a difficult conversation to have, isn't it? Because at what point are we going to be able to see him in a comf- in, in a competent offense? Um, you know, he he is getting panicky when the pocket gets busy, not collapsing, but just busy. Um, but there's very little opportunities for him to make plays over that. There were times so, where he
2: was in a clean pocket. There were times when the pocket and, collapsed in on him. Yeah, but no, but, there were but, times but. where he was rushing, bailing into mm-hmm. into pressure the wrong Can't way agree. against against the flow of the the rest of the offense. Inexplicably, mm-hmm. and totally,
1: totally agree. He needs to learn that. You know, it, it was one of the things that Brady would get comp- would get praised about so much is just that little step, two steps this way, one step right, one step up. You know, just little bit of movement like that, like that, that allows you the space. He needs Greg, to learn that. Greg Kozell called it navigating the noise, mm-hmm. navigating yeah. the
2: noise out of the pocket.
1: He doesn't do it. No, he doesn't. I think
0: what scared <clears throat> me, and we talk about QB regression, right? When they come into tough situations and. What scared me is how much did we talk about Kenny Pickett that the thing that he had was that calm, collected feeling. Where's that been?
5: Mm.
0: I mean, in this game, he looks panicky. He looks skittish in the pocket. As you say, he's, he's drifting, he's drifting right when the pocket's going left. He's running into sacks. I I, I I think you're seeing, I don't know that it's only attributed to this, but I think you're seeing Kenny miss DJ. Um, Absolutely. I think it's, it, cause it's, I mean, the offense has come down to it. it's either a, a long shot, right? A go ball to Calvin Austin, a kind of a deep, a, a deep kind of route to, to George Pickens to go go for a contested catch, big play, or it's a dump off to Jalen Warren, right? Or whoever, who you know, is mm. stood on the line of scrimmage. And he hasn't got an O-line that seems to be consistent in any way. He hasn't got a run game that's consistent. His receivers aren't open that
2: he's got. I thought so... the run game was good this game. Mm-hmm. Oh, the run,
0: that's the, yeah, that's the irony of it, right? I mean, this is the one game where he, go, uh, Najee, goes for over five yards of carry, right? <laughs> which, yeah. which is
2: ironic. Yeah, I should have meant said that when no one covered themselves in glory. This is one Najee's best run if you yeah. watch the games. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, you saw the angry runs with Najee again, just breaking tackles.
0: Um, he's right at the top. Of that. I can't remember what it was now. I saw a tweet about that this week saying that he's like right at the top of the NFL list of broken tackles.
2: Yeah, And no, it's no I, surprise
0: really because he gets tackled at the line. <laughs> yeah,
2: but <laughs> 5.1 yards right on mm-hmm. average yeah yeah after in this concept, game i mean yeah. that was great but so, it, it, but we don't establish the run do we we, we rely on big runs they spr- yeah they're sprinkled in the whole the whole offence seems to be built around generating explosive plays which they were doing in the preseason problem is those plays are on tape everyone can spot them coming a mile off now like what Stephen Nelson said about the, the yeah. deep shot to Calvin Austin. He spotted it. They'd done that before. He knew it was coming, he knew to jump the route,
1: he knew do that you, he
2: was going to curl his route into a
1: post. Do you know roughly how many times we've called that play this season? Probably four or five. No, Alex Cesar has clocked 12. 12 times?
2: Yeah. And he 12, sees times it. We've got 12 times we've yeah.
1: call that play. Yeah. And
2: it's not, just, it. it's not just, it's not just. Uh, the play call-in. It's the timing. The timing of the offense mm. seems off. Yeah. It, it, so many things, like the motion man arriving late that then delays the second man who's meant mm-hmm. to come across and pick up a block who's not there. So then the play doesn't work. The, the you know, Washington ran into uh Naji in one of his runs. I mean, he still managed to like, he, he just ran over him like he was a defender and still managed <laughs> to run 15 yards. But that timing was off. It just seems to be, Mistakes, basic pre-season problems that are, haven't been sort of ironed out in training camp. Who, who's that on? Is that on Tomlin? Like not because it's what it's it's, it's the OC's job to do the install, but who, whose job is it to kind of go? This isn't working. We need this, to drill this more. What, what that's not working? Have you know the oversight? So I don't think Tomlin's blameless. No one seems to be talking
4: about Tomlin.
1: I think he, a lot of people talk I don't about Tomlin. think. He, yeah, I don't think he comes out this clean
4: at all. This is, this is the first time I've kind of seen, like, there's a real discussion now, I mm. think, about Mike it's, Tomlin. and.
2: But the only discussion name. I'm seeing is that he's the one responsible for Matt Cantor. Is, are you I, seeing some I, other criticisms?
4: I, I am seeing other criticisms. I I, I am seeing yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's mainly from Pittsburgh people, but yeah, it's it's not, ma- it's not massively from the wider media, but yeah.
1: In, per- in particular, the the comment he made after the game in the press conference by when someone said "is it going to be changes?" he said "heck yeah. yeah," and the only change they've implemented was what, wearing pads or something like that. Yeah. Well, that that there's a. I mean, yeah. if you go through the game, the tackling was poor. I mean, I it's been poor in. for a while. I it's, mean, but yeah, this game, it was, been, there was yeah. a lot of
2: shocking. Yeah. Like, there's been some good tackling in, in previous games. I thought the good tackling has outweighed the bad tackling. I thought in this game, they were particularly poor. Armand Watts, first quarter was terrible. KZ, Golden. Gold, this is Golden's worst game by a country. mile. whiffed first play off the interception, another in fourth quarter. Minka had a big whiff. Neil whiff. Neil again. Pat P. Wallace. Like, just over and over again, key moments. Big whiffs.
0: It, it just felt like the energy was down on defense specifically. I mean, the offense feels uh, more broken as a whole, like schematically. But the defense energy in this game did not feel there as it had. The defense was if,
4: so disappointing, yeah. and I think yeah, for all the you know for all the finger pointing we're doing at Matt Canada, we need to be looking at Terrell Austin. Agreed. As well. Yeah, like, does I mean, that lead I mean, us nicely
0: I mean, into the into what Rich brought up actually? Yeah, you, I think so. with yeah. you saying that, um, Rich says, uh, "Hey guys, can't make it today. Please mention how Daryl Austin got his ass kicked by the Texans OC." Perfect game plan for an aggressive front seven with corners and safeties playing soft. They didn't hold us to zero sacks because of their all line. That's for sure. A very impressive game plan. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I mean, we were laughing at this offensive line last week. Right? I mean, what's the sure real factor?
2: Is it, really impact, though, was it? no? On,
0: be, <sighs> the the way that they just got the ball out quick. I mean, CJ Stroud, by the way. I mean, th- you know, they're paid to make plays too, right? I mean, that was a good game from him. He looks really nice. Nice to pass the, that throw for the touchdown over to the right hand side. Beautiful. Mm, um, he is a dog, yet. Yeah, but mm. I mean, the, the way they're getting the ball out so quick in this game, running the ball when they need to, just no, completely nullified the, the edge rush. Uh, and frankly picked on our secondary.
1: Yeah, um, where's the where's the control, which was which was one of the biggest issues. There was a play where Stroud came out of the pocket a little bit, and there was two or three stealers. what Roberts and and someone else. When I say could have made a play, um, you know, you could tell they had the. The uh, the eyes gla- the eyes lit up, and they were ready, you're ready for the big hit. So they all they all ran and left space right behind. Them. Where, where's the where's the control? Where's the the ability to manage space and and not just you know look ball, see ball, get ball? And I, and I think that's been a guilt of ours for quite a long time. And and you do balance the fact that yes, guys like you know, our our pass rush is right up there. Look at SAT numbers, pressure rates, and all the rest of it. It's right up there. But well, that is, as a general concept, that can be flawed. Absolutely. And it's, it's three, flawed with, yeah, it's flawed with, I mean, Brady did it to us for years. Get the mm-hmm. ball out in two seconds. You can't touch the quarterback if the ball's already gone. And yeah. that is hitches, slants, uh, mesh, screens, delayed handoffs, all those sort of stuff. They, they will have nullify, it doesn't matter if it's LT coming off the edge. They'll nullify any pass rush at all if you can get the ball out in two seconds. I mean, we generally, were... if, you, if you want to go to
2: a four-man rush, right, it means that one of your outside linebackers is going to drop. And Highsmith got caught a couple of times with his eyes in the backfield, just dropping in zone and just watching the quarterback. And someone runs in behind him and there's a bit, you know, yards of space. Mm-hmm. And it's that's a scheme issue. But, you know, we've always said you've got to take that you've got to take that with the, with the upside of, of the, yeah. uh, you know, it's the, ba- the, it's a balance, isn't it? Cause you could have,
1: you could have four Darrell is out there playing cornerback and, and, and be totally shut down. But against strong eye formations, you're going to sacrifice run plays. You know, you, yeah. you're, you're very lucky to have perfect both ways, both at the back and up front. Um, I, I just, I, I, yeah, like Rich said, I, they just outsmarted us. Sim- simply put. Yeah. They,
2: they, I mean, we talked about it last week. I thought this was a vanilla defense that the Texans run—just mm. vanilla, but play sound, fundamental football—and it's a test for your offense to go up against it. That's what I said, and they failed to the test, right? I mean, they—they couldn't—they couldn't move the ball on them. And and what, why is it that Matt Canada gets blown off
1: the run, calling the run so quickly? Mm. What is that? Yeah, it's well, I'm... Um... Mason Cole said it in, the press in, a, in an interview shortly after. He said, it's, you know, if we run our first run play and it doesn't go for a significant amount of yards, it almost feels like we're scared to run the next one.
2: They absolutely are.
1: Yeah. And you saw, if you guys get a chance to look back, the reaction Mason Cole made on that fourth down play, the one where Pickett got injured, and I know we'll talk about that specific play. He ripped his helmet off and started pointing at the bench. Mm. Whomever he was pointing to, who knows? But that is... There are problems here, way this above is, and beyond just what's on the field. I mean, I, the, I, I think there's issues behind the scenes. The the
2: the fifth drive is that is crazy when you watch it. They went they go right. So at one point and after watching back the game because you, you can't make these like assessments live. But watching back on about the second or third drive, I thought, hmm, when they go when they go spread, it seems to work. Like in, in this particular game, they should go a bit more spread. Matt Canada obviously saw that. Drive five, full spread for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight plays. Not only that, pass, 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 shotgun, shotgun, shotgun. It's all shotgun. It's all pass. Mm. It's all spread. Now, some of it works, right? They get, they get a couple of first downs. It's moving. It's, it's the, uh, is it the first field goal drive? I think. Yeah. Um, no, sorry. It wasn't actually. No, sorry. I didn't record how that ended. I think it might have been a punt. But um, you can't do that. You you cannot just repeat the same thing over and over again. They're just going to close down on your offense. And that's exactly what they did. And it ends up with none of the receivers being open. It's crazy.
1: You've got to mix in some run. You've got to mix in some deception. Hmm. Especially, look, look at look at someone like San Francisco, and I don't want to, you know, they are they are elite; they are in a different stratosphere to where we are at the minute. One of the biggest positives that they are that they have, and someone mentioned it as well, because the culture to do it is back in Manning Day, is they would run from the same formation: Reggie Wayne one side, Marvin Harris on the other, Dallas Clark at tight end, Joseph Adai in the backfield. Same lineup, mm. but it could be forty different plays, but just from the same lineup. Yeah. And as a, as a D, you can look at that going, I have no idea what's coming here. Absolutely no idea. Run, pass, screen, play action, bootleg, whatever. No idea what's happening. And this, this comment, this, this, Stephen Nelson's comment about how we knew what was coming. That's not the first time even this year we've heard that. And that, with no. that noise was being made last season as well. I mean, that's embarrassing.
2: Yeah, less lack of wrinkles. But yeah. it's not just that. It, 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 there's, there's so many problems we've talk, broken record again, but the, the, the wide receiver routes, they all go to the same depth. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't mm-hmm. have to defend one area, three or four wide receivers with one underneath. It's like, okay, they're, they're going to go one yard, you know, or, or they're going to go one yard short of the stick. Like on, you need 17, you need 18 yards and you, pickings right. go 17. 17. I mean, that's on picking yeah. I was on pickings that one, but you know, it's just remedial they needed like a passing concept guru to come in. If they don't fire Canada, they've got to get someone that takes over the, the you know, the passing concepts. I mean, the RPO in, in the second quarter. What the hell was going on there? Pickett keeps the ball, but the action of keeping the ball takes him away from the, the side of the field that the wide receivers are making their roots on. So he's running the opposite direction. So he's physically got to turn his body and throw across. I mean, he didn't throw it, but it's just not going to work. Like, Why are you designing that RPO? It's just failed. Hmm.
1: One of the biggest flaws, thinking back in the game, was on that on that fourth and one play, if you look at the routes run by the wide receivers, okay, so set the scene, fourth and one, fourth and one in a bit, whatever it is, third quarter, what are we, 16-6, six, 10 points down. And we run whatever play we choose to run, right? Earlier in the game, we ran the exact same... Sorry, the receivers ran the exact same round, the exact same play, on second and 18. Why are we running the same play concept on second and 18 than you will do for fourth and one? That well, doesn't is, make sense. This is what I was getting at when I said that
2: Simon was uh, was in his own head about your name. Because <laughs> I think he was like, well, they're not going to expect this. right? A, they're probably expecting a run here, right? So if I show shotgun pass... They're expecting fake draw, right? And then mm-hmm. so therefore we actually do pass. Aha! I'm a genius, right? If I if I do our our second and long play on fourth and one, there's no way they can stop that, right? Let's do it. I reckon that's what his chain of thought was because there's no logical reason why you would dial up that play. There's
1: no reason. Then play action. Put your quarterback. You know, get your quarterback under center. Make them play honest and look at a run up the middle. I I don't have an issue with execution. If we do play action, uh picker keeps it. Throws to whoever and an incomplete. Fine. I think fourth call was the right play to go for it anyway. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Um, Rottersberger on his podcast there. This, I was listening to it this morning. He mentioned it, sometimes we'll just go deep. I haven't got an issue with that because it's at least it's, it, it, it's an attempt. You're trying to disguise what you're doing with that. But you know, real hard yeah. play action, ISO, mm-hmm. full back in, running back in, extra tight ends, whatever it might be. But there was none of that. There was no. There was no wrinkle. There was no misdirection. It was, oh, we're running a play as if it's second and 18, like we did earlier in the game.
2: Yeah, it's, they're hoping for the, the horizontal out, the quick out, right? The, the shot to the sideline. That's what they want. And they didn't get it. We you say about play action, that I, now I, I could be wrong here, but I only saw one play action play the whole game.
1: Which is shocking considering how Harris played, especially in the second
2: half. It's crazy. I mean, my, Almost all of the under centre plays were runs. I mean, it's just hmm. te- te- telegraphing everything.
1: Oh, we we may as well have our playbook, you know, firmly planted on someone's helmet. That didn't sound right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it might fit given the number of plays in it. it depends who you ask. Um, but are yeah. <laughs> <but, laughs> thank you. Um, but yeah this we're we are unbelievably imp- uh, predictable. they need and- to they
2: need to de- sorry they need to develop mm-hmm. some passing plays out of center yeah right because there's zero i mean there's like one play action on first and 10 12 personnel and there's only two downfield targets one underneath i mean that's that's the one i'm looking here yeah that's the only play it's it's ridiculous mm-hmm. They, they, you know they line up. They they line up in a second drive, uh, second and seven, twelve personnel under center. Looks like run, eight in the box. Right, you thinking? Okay, surely this is that either Kenny's going to check out or this is play action. No, nope. three yard loss. <laughs> I mean, what we're we doing here? It's just like just we have no flexibility, no adjustment. I mean, be, I would be. I think actually at this point. I've always been an advocate of Mike Leach as a play caller, as his his play style of, of you just take what's given. Why not get him in and get him play, calling plays? I mean, he's dead, right? But he would do a better I was, job. I was, gonna, I was just going to double <laughs> check on. He died in the last 12 months. No, rest he? in peace, Mike Leach. I mean, I'm a big fan. He, 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 yeah, I mean, it was a joke, but it, it's, you know, you need to look at that style of play calling and see what the Steelers haven't got. You know, if... You 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 make it so that if they crack, if they stack the box, you've automatically got a passing option. If they if they're not stacking the box, then you run it. You know, mm-hmm. you just react to what you're shown. There's none of that in this offense. Mm-hmm. No. And this
1: this is this is high school. This is you know middle school college. Like this is this is ridiculous. Why is it? Why are we in the pros where in an eight, eight, eight man box out of the gorn we think a delayed running back handoff is, is the play? And then shocked when it's second and 14. Right. And then shocked when it's third and nine.
2: Well, that, that, that leads me to another offensive coordinator that they could pull, in, pull back, Todd Haley, who was offensive coordinator for the River, Riverview High School 2020 and 2021. I mean, what a fall from grace. I mean, he got poached from them by the Memphis Showboats. He's there now. Let's poach him. I mean, he, you know, a, high school guy, a guy that's in high school could do better. In send, let's, send, let's do a swap. Mm. Send Matt Canada to high school football. Go and learn your craft.
1: What, what I don't, what I don't understand with Canada is we took him from from his time in Maryland. Maryland finished five and seven his last year there. What was it out of that offense that went? Yeah, he's our man. Was it was
2: it Tomlin hanging out in the bar after games with his son? Got on with Matt Canada. Thought this is a guy I
1: can trust. Oh the, yeah, this 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 would be funny. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> and, we're, and we're and we're still. I'm trying so hard not to swear. I'm so sorry, um, <laughs> really am. Um, what 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 is the problem? Yeah, we're not we're not um, built to come
0: back from big leads, mate.
1: Oh my god, saying that to the media as well? <laughs> are you are you joking? Trying, just, do you know what? I heard them say that in the broad in the broadcast. <laughs> you know when you go, huh? Little double and take. I, and I I couldn't. <laughs> I can't rewind that back. Okay, I just wait. I just wait to see what happens when Twitter explodes. And what are you doing, man? <laughs> it, it, it's because it, this is it, right? I mean, it's not just the
0: ineptitude. It's the. It, it does come down to a bit of the the personality of it, right, as well. I mean, I think people are starting to get rubbed the wrong way by the blase attitude and in interviews, the the stupid stuff that he comes out with. Mike Tomlin seeming to defend. I mean, he's got to do it, right? That's his job. But that's why things start to go up the ladder, and then now I'm seeing, you know, a lot of arguments. It's like, well, you know, Tomlin doesn't. Uh, he wears Tomlin's uh, coaching tree, right? You know, he doesn't inspire success. He has no coaching tree. It is the problem there? I've seen tweets this week blaming the Roonies. Everyone is blamed. Mm. (laughs) Everything down from the structure of, you know, Steelers steadiness, you know, uh, lacking innovation to Matt Canada to Tomlin to, I don't know, God knows who. This this is
1: full Hank Scorpio with the flamethrower gif. Yeah. (laughs)
5: Yeah,
0: This is, you know, this is, this is burn
1: everything. (laughs) And I, I do genuinely think Tomlin has questions. I mean, I, yeah. Well, Tomlin's I mean, I got to be in damage li-
2: limitation. If he knows mm. the Fitch Porks are being lit for him, then he needs to <laughs> make, take action, right? He should take action. But the point is, he's conservative. The Roonies mm. are
1: conservative. Yeah. And Matt Canada is conservative.
2: They need to think, shake up here, I think. No, I, I, <laughs> I
1: think, it. you know, a head coach is, you, you know, you can have a variety of head coaches. And we've all heard interviews and press conferences from Mike Tomlin, and you would in cases run through a brick wall for that man. And you you would his ability to motivate his man management no, are incredible. Yeah. Um you know absolutely incredible. You know, he is he the most technically gifted? I, I don't believe so. So okay we we need coordinators there to pick up that weight. Tomlin doesn't need to be involved in the play calling side of things. His sole responsibility is leading from the front and leading from the top. But we don't put the pieces around in terms of coordinators. But you know what? Rich said this probably oh, two years ago now. I think where he said, "Well, when was the last time a Steelers coordinator was 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 poached, or another team wanted him for for a head coaching job or anything like that?" Because I haven't got a clue. Bruce apart from, yeah, apart from
2: uh, the. The uh, linebackers coach last year, whose name uh,
1: Brian Flores. Apart from Brian Flores, Brian
2: Flores yeah, was, which, which was a weird hire, right? That was yes. Yeah, strange. yeah.
1: We, we were very, very lucky very look to get him, and, and given everything that was going on with you know lawsuits and all the rest of it, um, it yeah, Bruce Arians probably. Mm. And one that I can think of. Like where where's the 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 next step? Where's the development? It's you know let, let's just keep things stable you know we i, think,
2: I mean you, you think back to the the uh, coordinators that tomlin's had hayley was was a good i you know he had problems he was like liked fighting in bars and other stuff and was a bit of a diddle, but could 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 call a game plan arian's obviously offensive mastermind when went, went, went on to be a good you know a head coach or right, had problems but was a great play caller what what what's happened why have we had feekner and canada is it like Tomlin's ego that he sort of wants to be the main man? I mean, why have we, why have we had these rope dope coordinators? It, it is strange for such a great coach
0: like Tomlin to have not had, the the, the coaching hires do seem strange, right? Historically. They're not, mm. I, I guess we've always kind of said they come from the inside, right? But I mean, who's deciding who's on the inside?
5: Hmm. I mean, like let's, Tomlin...
2: <laughs> let, yeah, let's hit some stats. I mean, uh, uh, Did you see the third down conversion percentage? Steelers are bottom in the league, 10%. Oh, dear. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pittsburgh are 30th in rush yards, 30th in rush attempts, 30th in rush TDs, 12th in pass attempts, but 24th in pass completions. We
1: haven't haven't scored a rushing TD yet this season.
2: 32nd in red zone attempts, 31st in red zone touchdowns, 31st in first downs, 26th in third down completion percentage. 29th in turnovers, as in they're giving a lot away. 27th in plays, run. 27th in yards. I mean, look at the way the drive went. Interception, punt, 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 punt. Field goal, field goal, downs, punt, end.
0: How do you like this? This is a good one. Steelers have put together 48 drives this season. 46% ended in three plays or less. 50% ended in a punt. 67% ended in a punt, turnover, or turnover on downs. (laughs) (sighs)
5: 67%
0: Sixty-seven percent. So let's say that again. Two thirds of offensive drives ended in a punt, a turnover, or a turnover on downs.
1: <laughs> we do nothing. <laughs> just, just going back to the coaching. I, I, I wanted to sort of look at the, the last couple of years now, hmm. and, and not just focus on on twenty twenty three. And I suppose, unfortunately, this is a reflection on on Tomlin. All right. A, a question. A question to the room. Since twenty nineteen. Can you name the Steelers offensive Pro Bowlers? Now I appreciate Pro Bowl is a popularity mm. contest and all the <clears> rest of it. But can you name them? Since twenty
2: nineteen. Was A B still many. No.
1: No. no. Uh,
2: mm. uh, is there any I
1: don't know if
4: Ben would have did, did, hidden, did, was was Pouncy
0: still around for one yeah. season? Pouncey's one. Yeah.
4: Okay. Pouncey. Still how beside him. how, how many is there? there? Dave DeCastro.
1: Oh. De I'll give you a hint. There's two more. And hmm. I'll give you a hint. They were not selected. You know, they weren't first You know, first on the ballot sheet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. Did DJ uh, sneak in one year? Yes. He sne- snuck in as the ninth
0: wide receiver. And then Muth, did he sneak in as an alternate? No. No. Uh,
4: oh, didn't Najee sneak in as an alternate?
1: As the seventh running back. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Where, Nagy, yeah. where's the development where is the point where we're drafting guys in and growing the talent pool that we could have around a player there is none you know and you could argue Pouncey and De Castro were popularity picks because I think they've combined they've been to 50 Pro Bowls They're great players no they were but it's a latter part of the career particularly Pouncey mm-hmm. but the next two are alternative. It's seventh and ninth. I mean, does the ninth wide receiver in the Pro Bowl garner much? You know, you're not putting that on your LinkedIn profile, are you, DJ? So, um, <laughs> or maybe you are, or, you know, Tinder. Um, yeah. You know, where's the development? Where's their coaching staff bringing rookies in and, and watching them flourish into leading, you know, leading players? You know, the only, and I specifically Charles' offense appreciate that because you look at guys like TJ and, and Alex Ousmane in particular, but there isn't this crop of, you know, Mink, it was it was it was a trade. We haven't brought we haven't developed the crop of players really anywhere. Buzz, and would develop a, develop a kicker. I don't know, but there there isn't growth in player development, and that that's reflecting coaching. Yeah, you could often
2: just see change now with. Uh, Omar Khan in
1: that this is a new era. Off the field, I totally agree. I mean, you've seen the work that he's done in drafts, trades, picks, all the rest of it, free agency. I I totally get that. And that is going to take a couple of years to feed in. But we're we're just not seeing it on the field.
2: It makes you realise how much Ben was doing when you think about the the, uh, continual, you know, the so-called, yeah, we've forgotten about it now, but the so-called continual Production line of receivers that the Steelers mm-hmm. seem to always be talking about. That seems to have dried up. No one's no one's talking about that anymore. And, and was that actually just Ben bringing the best out of out of his players around him? You know,
4: the joy we, of we, having we, a franchise QB. Yeah. Oh yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, and appreciate. Having
1: yeah, it. we as four fans um, appreciate. Gab, you probably follow them a little bit little bit more, but you know, we have been very blessed in in. Availing of a number of years in which in which we did have a Hall of Fame quarterback, and maybe we are just falling into the medium, which is every other franchise in the league, or nearly every other franchise in the league that is just bum average. Um, but we are way below that. They, way don't below act, they don't act
2: like an average franchise because if if this was an av- average franchise, everyone would have been fired.
1: That's and rightfully so as well. Yeah. Rightfully so.
0: It's about finding a balance. You, know, you don't want to be a team that overreacts. You don't want to be the Browns. You don't want to be the Jets. You don't want to be a team that is just constantly searching for the next thing, the next shiny QB or head coach that's going to solve everything. I understand that. But th- there has to be a balance, right? I mean, mm. how long can we sit on our hands here? And, and it, I mean, you know, people are – listen, everybody wrote in about this. People are livid today. I feel, I feel like I need to read just to, just to vent some of these people's thoughts. I don't even know where to start. Okay, Thomas. Thomas wrote in. Our friend, Thomas Fielding, wrote in. Is the offense salvageable? Yes. But we need to play to the individual strengths and not to the shit we have been playing. Connor Haywood is a reliable baller. We haven't done shit with him. What's the point of bringing Robinson on board and not using him enough? The passing offense is literally a dump off or a long shot downfield, yeah. Um, on defense, we need to use Benton and Porter more. F being a rookie is an excuse. I'm surprised they haven't brought Gentry back as that would be a predictable move for the after Moose injury. Yeah, we haven't. we? Uh, I think we escalated... Uh, think you're off the practice squad, right? We're yeah, yeah. excited for that, I've got to say. Um, Same, yeah. It's sad to say, <laughs> it's sad, but we love saying the Browns will always be the Browns in recent years. But can we now say the Steelers will always be the Steelers, which oh, no. in the language of that youngsters works. nowadays, we are
2: so mid. He called oh, us yeah. mid.
0: That's oh, no. true.
2: Off- the, the offense is mid. and <laughs> mid, would be, <laughs> mid would be good. Mid would be <laughs> positive, yeah. 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 <laughs> love mid. <laughs>
0: Um, I thought our friend Steve Williams summed up ni- quite nicely, Auckland. Um, as has been said, you can take a loss with begrudgingly good grace, but what we witnessed on Sunday was an abject ineptitude of monstrous proportions. Or oh, you can tell he's a teacher. You tell he's a teacher. I'm, <laughs> sure-, <laughs> a teacher, I'm, sh- I'm sure you guys will wow. pick over the bones far more eloquently than I can. I think you might be the most eloquent amongst us that them. is definitely- more
2: eloquent than any of us. Yeah.
0: Scumbling um- <laughs> over our bogus mid. <laughs> I already feel that like this is a pivotal moment in the season. I mean, that's true. Um, just one of the uh, First, I saw the word on Chris Muller's tweet. Do you think the Steelers fetish for stability is at the cost of innovation? Are we now done with, but we've always done it this way? I mean, that's that's the crux of it, I think, is mm-hmm. what Steve's hit on there is, are we done with, we always do it this way? We, we need to adapt with the times. I mean, this comes back to the, you know, the argument we had a few weeks ago, Gav, about the, the way that the Rams and the Bucs won Super Bowls. You know, um, the NFL has changed vastly, and and things cannot necessarily be done the way they, is, they have always been done. If if there's no innovation on display in your offense at uh, the way that it was last year, you've got to move on, man. You, you've got to make the decision quickly in this league.
2: Well, take it one way or the other. The problem is, you, you they brought in a supposedly, all uh, or, or right, he's a conservative play caller, but he's got a dynamic, you know, a, a, a gadget-based offense in in Canada. But it's you know, if if Tomlin wants to play defense and run the ball there's half of that sentence that's not happening so there are odds already so either you get a dynamic play caller and you play into that strength or you get a play caller that does actually run the damn ball and they're doing neither they're in some weird quasi land where the, the 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 ethos of the team doesn't match to what they're doing
1: they're in a real mess they're in a real mess yeah yeah Going back to Canada's comment about, you know, we're not built for, for yeah. playing for playing catch-up and, and, and we rely on, on starts. Um, one of the many, many stats I've come armed with today, <laughs> we have scored 12 first quarter touchdowns since 2021.
2: I'm surprised it's that high, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 20, yeah. 20,
1: 2021, four of 34. Twenty twenty two, six of twenty nine, and twenty twenty three, two of six.
0: And this is a team that can't come back from mm. uh, big edge. leads taken no. over them. And in support of that, the Steelers, since he took over, are the second worst team in the NFL in yards in the first quarter, the second worst team in the NFL in points in the first quarter. Um, it's mm. <laughs> it's the, the Steelers <laughs> right. are one and fifteen if the opponent scores more That's than twenty two points. 22 points, that happens. Every team scores 22 points in every game.
2: Mm. <laughs> so what, what would you do about it? I'll I, I tell you what I'd do. i do. I, I actually would go to a full spread offence. Mm-hmm. And I, I i think
1: I think Kenny operates I, I, in that in, better. Interestingly, I did think that. How how often are we in three, uh, three wide receivers, one tight end, one back? Even on third and nine, third and 10. Where, where 11 is personnel. Where, where is... often probably. Where is four receivers, one tight end? Where is five wide receivers? Where Nonsense. is sidecar yeah. four? I get Moot is a talent, totally. I'm, I'm not knocking that, but I mean, has the fourth wide? fourth wide receiver in the depth chart is he even seeing? Is he even getting the helmet? <laughs> like honestly, that's. I, I don't have an issue when we when we do go five man, you know, five men on the line, but it's it's always a tight end. There's a running back in there to protect as well. You know, we've got five big boys in the middle for a reason, so and we can't yeah. always rely on having a back in the sidecar.
2: This this was another thing that happened in this game. So he was he was experimenting with some different personnel groupings. He's doing like 12, mainly 11, it's basically 11. It's like yeah. 11 personnel offense, right? But he's like started off with 12, did a bit of 13, uh, 11, 12, 11, 11, 10, 11. These are the drives. Drive four goes uh, 11, 12, 11, 11. Drive 5, 10, 10, 11, 11, 11, drive 6, okay, forget that, 11, 11, 11, 12, 11, 11, 11, drive 7, 12, 11, 11, 11, 11, 10, 8, drive 8, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 9, 11, 11, 10, drive 10, 11, 11, 11, 11, so it's,
4: it's, you just... have a great uh, career as an auctioneer, by the way. Geoff. <laughs> Thanks. The,
2: <laughs> reading really yeah. cold. The, uh, the personnel groupings just falls off a, off a cliff. It just becomes 11 and it just becomes shotgun. Yeah. What's going on there? Like surely you've got formation, personnel and play design and you can f- and flip those things and you know, the quarterback drop. Right? You can flip those things, and whether you run or pass. That, that, that's what your job is as a play caller, to, to mix that up. I, I just don't understand why, why he's forgetting to, to do some different things. Do, doing some stuff with pistol doesn't seem to work. I, I mean, I understand why he moves away from that, but everything seems to fail.
1: I don't get it. so So much of the NFL is deception. It's, it's, it's misdirection, and we have none of that. Z- you can get away with misdirection if you've got execution. We don't have that either. What, is that, what does that leave us with? It leaves us with the, what are we averaging, 263 yards per game offense total. And, and so just to go back on a comment you made as well about how the league is changing, um, to give you an idea, right, 2022 we made 5,484 yards in offense at an average of 332 yards per game. For concept, Patrick Mahomes threw for 5,250 yards. Year before, 5,618 yards, total offense. Mm. Tom Brady, age 67, threw for 5,316 yards. There are quarterbacks throwing for nearly as many yards as offense as we have in the entire season. And these are 17-game seasons. Mm. You know, we're averaging below 350 yards a game. Our average number of yards per game is what quarterbacks want to be passing for.
2: Yeah. So, anyway, I realised I got off my track, which was I was trying to move us on to how how we can improve, right? So I was saying, spread, spread it out. I like that idea because you're getting generating more space and you can start doing some play action and, you know, Using that the, the the width to to enable some rushing lanes up the middle, but also you can do the things with Kenny like the the play action boot where he's running out mm-hmm. sideways. The guy's already there out wide. You know he can he can throw it a lot sooner. He doesn't. The guy doesn't need to run out from this type formation. I just go back to basics. I just go back. Kenny played you know in a, in a, in a semi spread in in Pittsburgh, right? In uh, sorry in Pitt. So this, he'd feel more comfortable, and I, I just think. There needs to be a chat. I mean, we're not sure if it sounds like Trubisky's going to play in this next game, but perhaps yeah. there's, there's some reports that Kenny may not be as injured as we thought. I just think there needs to be a reset. So, so yeah. I, I don't know. What would you do? I mean, or well, how would you change things? That, that's what I'd do. I, I'd go to a spread offense and try and introduce some uh, run-pass options based off, off what the defense are giving you.
1: Yeah, we, we have an athletic quarterback. He can run with the ball. We saw that even, we've we seen that even in his college days. I totally agree with you. Play action, bootlegs, just ways of creating space. Cle- clearly, Pickett does not have 100% confidence uh, playing between the tackles. So create the space. Yeah, get the ball out of his hands fast. Don't make him yeah. hold the ball. Yeah, get him moving. Get him, And he is v- more than competent passing the ball on the move. That and is, and he's good at throwing stranger, it long,
2: it like he can throw out to the way out beyond the numbers. No problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not an issue. So I don't, I don't see what the problem is here. It seems obvious, at yeah. least not, not, not to make it a good offense, but to make it a functional offense, to mm-hmm. give it, to give it a foundation, you play out of spread and you, 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 be, you become multiple from that. Say, so, okay, we're playing, we're playing a spread team here. How are we going to, how are we going to defend it? Because they can do so many things from that formation. That's what I do. I'd move away from this, just rope a dope like predictable. I try and hide what I'm doing in one formation, rather than. I mean, I guess that's what he's doing with the eleven per cell but it's not working.
1: No, I, 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 we, we've got very how how they can see that is probably the biggest concern because we're not seeing we're not seeing variety, we're not seeing change. We are seeing it didn't work this week. I tell you what, though, it'll work next week. You know that that touchdown to Cavan in the week before last against the Raiders is perfect example. Like I said, we ran that play a dozen times already this year, and we ran it. I' gonna say three times on Sunday. So, and one of them clearly... was a pick. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, but we've gone. It worked once. It'll definitely work again. Yeah, try that in week sixteen when defensive yeah. coordinators have forgotten that we've got that in mm. our locker. But it, yeah. it goes it goes goes deeper than that. I mean, I don't know if you watched the
2: Kazora video. I did. It was good. He 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 picked up on a uh, a run play where they're doing a wham block on the uh, yeah. on one defensive tackle. They ran it three times on the same guy, and then that guy on the third time spotted it was coming, reacted, and and mm-hmm. uh, totally stopped his rush and adjusted and. Uh, blocked Washington, shed the block and, and tackled the Najee, then turned to the sideline, Steelers' the sideline and wagged his finger like, you fool yeah. me twice, you're not going to fool me the oh. third time. I mean, what the hell are they thinking? As Kazora said, run it to a different side, run it to a different defender, but to run it to the same guy like three times in the same game,
1: of course he's going to recognise it. Yeah, these are professionals too, like you said earlier, so they get paid as well. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just
0: so... I'm being quiet because I'm just so dis. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I think we'd all convinced yeah. ourselves this off season, right? That that this, things were going to be better this year. Maybe the preseason was what played the most into that. I think you know all the the excitement of the off season, the moves we made, right? I think we conveniently taught ourselves to forget
1: about Matt Canada and believe that things were going to change. Mm. But yeah. I, I was in agreement with you, Gav. I I was on. I was in that camp of consistency. Let's not try and have, you know, three coordinators in his rookie deal and and then we don't get to find out who he is Mm. or, you know, who he truly is. I was in the same camp as you. I I can't now. And I don't know what the solution is. The camp's on fire. The The issue I
0: have is that we we don't see what goes on in the building, right? We we see the plays. We see the, the, the shortcomings that Matt Canada has as a play caller. But only the people in the building that interact with him every day should be able to know if he has the chops and the ability to turn that around. And to me, he doesn't. It strikes to me that he doesn't. He just simply does not have. And listen, it's it's crazy for me to say this, right? Because this guy's probably forgotten more about offensive scheme than I, you know <laughs> than I'll ever know. <laughs> but in reality, on the realm on, on you know the stage of NFL offensive coordinators, he looks out of his depth. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand how that's going. And it's just so frustrating because after five years, you know, of, of questionable offense. Um, you know, through the end of the Ben era and now this. And, and it, the frustration is that we built this up and now we've just got another year. Now it feels like in week four. And don't be wrong, there'll be ups to this season, right? We'll have shows where we'll come on and things will all seem rosy again. And the offense has gone off for 450 yards. There's been a few big plays.
1: It'll happen. That won't, that won't happen.
0: Maybe not. But Maybe that specific <laughs> thing won't happen, but there'll be, <laughs> we'll win some games, right? We'll finish nine and seven or whatever. We'll, we'll end up somewhere there and about. You know, it, but it won't mm. change, is the problem. No. It, it won't change what's the fundamental truth, and that's that we cannot compete with the big boys the way
1: that we're currently constructed. And just to mention that 400-yarder that uh, yeah, game, we had eight of those in 2018, and we've had two since.
5: Mm.
1: I mean, two. that's it. That's
0: all you need to know. All you need to know. And we can go swings oh. and roundabouts. We can go round and round and round this roundabout as many times as we want.
5: Mm-hmm. It's
0: got to change, right? I mean, we we can't sit here and just have the same conversations over and over again. Who would you bring? Remember- I will... St-
4: on, I, was, I, was, Mark, on, I, I was saying, I, um, I was bemoaning the fact at the very start of the season uh, that we had such an early bye week. And now I'm kind of thinking, thank God we've got this bye week coming up next week. Uh, it's so soon. I, I think, you know, the way these first few games have gone, we already need it. We already need to just have this week where we can just, you know, we limp through this Ravens game and then we're just like, right, we've, we've got this week now. Let's just crack down on everything that we can. Let's use this time wisely. Let's see what the hell's going on here, and you know, and try and try and do something. Try and get something different together for all this. You know, I, I'm, not, I'm under no illusion that it's going to be Canada to the end of the season. It, it, it's uh, it, well, no, it's, it's going to be Canada until the end of the season is what I'm trying to say. But you know, in this week, let's let's have a look at this. You know, let's get past this next game and just be like, right. What can we do different? Who you know? Who can we who can we turn to here that we that we can you know properly rely on? How can we make this any different? Yeah, it's it's. I, I'm very glad now that we have got this bye week coming up. What would you do, Mark? Who would you hire? I don't I don't know. That's just that I I I don't have the answers. I don't think. Like, well, <laughs> well uh, okay. I've got I've got some
2: names. Sorry to put you on the spot. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's one obvious one: Byron Leftwich former player offensive coordinator he's, i don't think he's got a job is he unless he's like some it's some college or something i don't know of i mean he, that would be an obvious one because the steelers like to sort of you know have their own people what about Or oh, oh, here's another name so I, I dug these up because kets was saying let's have some names so i, I found something yeah uh go go uh, look look across the pond or across the river or whatever the same greg roman he's available He'd get a run game going. Mm, yeah. Or if you can deal with someone being 71, what about North Turner? Great play caller, but he's old. What about his son, Scott Turner? Past game coordinator for the Raiders right now. Poach him. But um, I don't know. They're not going to do it, are they? I, at some it. point, they have to. I mean, I feel like the
0: team's going to rip itself apart.
1: Hmm. And like, like I mentioned earlier it's, it's, about Dan Cole, there's, there's, there are issues here.
0: Yeah, this is what I mean. Teams that play like this and have such a disparity in two sides of the ball as well. I mean, they they don't they don't last long. What about bringing it, Ben big, big Ben
2: Roethlisberger back as some well, kind of quarterback guru? Who said that today? Yeah, well, he's not doing anything. I mean, he's doing there's, a podcast. A few people, I he, yeah, I mean, Kenny. When when he's not in competition for Kenny's job, surely he could help Kenny. But maybe not. Maybe he's just a you know. So he's like uh, the, the the best players don't make the best coaches scenario. That's possible. Mm. I it didn't hate um, Ketz's yeah.
4: suggestion of uh, Mark Whipple. I thought that was that was a common maybe name. A, maybe a shout. Yeah, yeah. A common name amongst the listeners. Yeah, Ian, you, I think you were saying uh,
0: Mike that it's Aaron Rodgers said on yeah Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee. Uh, that Ben yeah. would be a good OC. Um, other names that Ian Fruge has thrown out: uh, Joe Brady. Mm-hmm. I'd be very interested
1: might. at that one from his days at LSU. Now I know it didn't work out in Carolina, but that would intrigue me a lot.
2: Uh, he said, Antoine Randall L, curveball. That is a curveball. That's a curvy as the ball he threw through in the Super Bowl. Literally, well played,
0: well played. <laughs> Literally anyone but Matt kind of Matt Whipple, uh, not Ben Roethlisberger,
2: he says. Maybe Matt Nagy is a push. Oh, it, it, not Ben Roethlisberger as an OC. That's ridiculous. But, uh, you know, some kind of quarterbacks, coach, quality control, something. Sure. There's, there's, there's room. We can make room. <laughs>
4: we can make room. <laughs> Well, should we we then have, if you're talking about, you know, if you wanted Ben as a QB's coach, are we going to talk about Sullivan as your OC and how will that go? Because there is a concern there. If that's who your next man up is, you know, is that going to be any better than what we've got?
2: unknown.
4: I, I don't know that we're going to hmm. see
0: a major change.
4: Say they get to the bye
0: week and, and we find Matt Canada and you know Sullivan's promoted or whatever. I don't see think, well, even if we bring somebody in, I, I don't think you see a major change. I don't think you've got time to do it, right? Even in a even bye week you can't. I don't but, think that playbook's going to change yeah, a whole lot. Just,
4: no, but it's just yeah, it depends who's behind
0: it. But, but yeah. I, I feel like that's almost not what, I mean, of course that's important, but, but what you need is somebody who can come in, you know, may, maybe play around, sprinkle a few things into existing concepts, but that's exactly
2: it, Scott Turner, passing game coordinator for the Raiders. He's the guy. <laughs> Bring him in and and pass him a note across the desk and say you will be OC next year, <laughs> secretly, you know. And just develop Matt. Why not just there.
0: get rid of Matt Canada? this? just you know, just be doing. Yeah, this it's not just point
2: just because the, the verbiage and Who everything. Cares? Else. The fact Who cares? that he's probably, there, probably the players care. You know, you don't want to be learning. <laughs> I, don't, th- I don't think the players are big Matt Canada fans personally. Yeah, but they, I mean, they're also not big
0: fans of learning a whole new playbook mid-season. They're not going to have to learn a whole new play. That's what I'm saying. You get rid of Matt Canada, it, it's it's as much a, a a public profile thing as it is
2: a logistical change, you know, for uh, this season. I, just, I, t- I disagree a little bit. Like you, You've been working for two and a half years on your play calls. You know how complicated those things are. Sure. If you bring in a new guy, that's going to cause chaos and confusion unless they're using the same play calls. So then, therefore, you're using the same playbook. So therefore, you might as well keep the guy that invented the yeah, playbook.
0: No, because he's not calling the plays. Yeah, calling. exactly. So you how get some,
2: can, a different how much, play caller. How, how much worse can call. it get?
0: I, I hate for that to be, you know.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but you have to. You can't keep a guy and then, you know, strip him of his play calling duties without firing him very easily. I'm so not saying to, not to. I'm saying to a fire. <laughs> yeah, okay. But if, if, if you fire him, then you have to keep the playbook. So then you might as well keep the guy that invented the playbook and that's why I'm saying they need a pass game coordinator or someone to come in who's really calling plays. From so why from not just team? let
0: him be the office? I don't understand why because, he has because, to. Say, because what part playbook, of this is
2: because, because his playbook will be different. If if Tomlin was an offensive guy, he would, would probably be taking over play calling duties right now, like we've seen in other teams. Yeah, they're like, okay, we, we flip flops. Usually on bad teams. But what, right? but what but I'm saying flip-flops. is, why does Matt kind of need to be there for that to happen? Because of the install, because of the
0: time it takes to get an, an offense working. I'm, I'm not you know, saying to install any offense. I'm saying do exactly what you're saying. But why does Matt kind of need to be there?
2: Well, it's his playbook. I mean, I, I, I guess. But he understands what he's trying to achieve here. So you reduce his role. He's, he still is in charge of the playbook and the scheme, but someone else is play calling. This, you know, pass game guru who also mm. adds sprinkles in some magic makes it more uh less remedial in terms of what's going on past the line of scrimmage that's a solution where people keep their jobs and everyone's happy and in less disruption i'm sick of following your path of less disruption okay
0: <laughs> agent of chaos win stanley with <laughs> flaming fish yeah. i like a bit of the
5: disruption <laughs>
0: Um, I like this, uh, I saw this tweet um, I quite liked it, it's talking about Kenny Pickett just to go back to his struggles a little bit Uh, KP's problems aren't due to lack of talent or work ethic, he's proven to have both, it's rooted in lack of confidence in the coaching, scheme, O-line and it's all snowballed into him lacking confidence in himself, that's why he's regressed in almost every area, does feel that way right that Uh, that is from at Big Arashad Hmm. on Twitter there you go, um it, that, that's true, right? I mean, that that I just I read that and I was like, that it's a great way of putting it. It just feels like he we ha- we we know he has the work I think we've seen the talent and some of the throws that he can make. But hmm. it just feels like he lacks complete confidence in everything that's going on around him. Wait, then it's hard to blame des- him.
2: Designing plays to his strength, or or mm-hmm. or when they are when they found one that works to his strength, they play it, call it over and over and over again until it's no longer yeah. fresh and new and exciting. He he's really struggling
0: to play over the middle of the field, and nothing is open on the outside, which is where he feels comfortable. We try playing out the boot leg, uh, the boot he just gets he gets mauled. Um, I, I don't know what you do.
2: I'm tired of it. <laughs> well, you need you need DJ oh. back. I mean, his route running would certainly help. That yeah, that's ability really to separate. Yeah, that's that's really yeah. about this team. I agree. Uh, you you've got. Calvin Austin is a nice complimentary receiver at this point. His catch skills—they're not—they're not—they're not the strength of this, you know. And you're putting him in a position where his catch skills are getting challenged, yeah. Like in this game, uh, penalties killing momentum when things, you know, things start to get in rhythm. Suddenly, there's penalties. The timing we talked about, you know, there's there's other factors here. It's it's, it's just a melange of, of mess, you know. The, the run game, Cole had. Just an awful guy. You know, I, I think Bench Cole at this point, he he is untrustworthy as a centre. I, I hope Tomlin's talked about changes, you know, and that at the moment includes signing Des Cats Magic back to the practice. I thought he was already on the practice squad. That's not a major change. I mean, what's going on there? Uh, well, they got rid of him and then they put him back on. I know, it's and, ridiculous. You know, I mean, you know, Denzel yeah. Mins, one of my guys. Denzel you know, Mins. I want him to be good. <laughs> I'm excited about that move. But that's not gonna <laughs> that's not that's not gonna move the needle on your offense. Uh, you know, I'm hoping. I thought Herbig did okay. I, I'm hoping that Cole. I'm hoping that Daniels comes back against the Ravens and they they dump Cole and put Herbig at Is center. It? That would I be a good move. Because mm. like he's getting blown up. He's he was. Back-to-back, back, he was... Hang on, I've got it written here. Let me scroll. There's to too many notes in this damn game. I can't find anything. <laughs> uh, where are we? Hang on. Uh, he got beat bad for the sack. Saw, second court, he got beat bad for the sack. And then next play, beat bad again for pressure that led to a throwaway. I mean, back-to-back plays, he's getting beat. But that wasn't the only time. He's getting beat over and over again. The dude's yeah, yeah. just not functioning. I'm sorry, I'm sorry Mason.
4: No. No, it is bad. It's bad. It's got to the point where I'm, every week I'm looking at who are the strongest centers in the 2024 draft. I'm, ju- I'm just looking, just looking for an out at some point because it's it's, it's just so bad. I'm with you, Gav. I, I really want to see a bit of change in the middle there.
2: Yeah. I wonder if the, this this was the week you watched the tape. back. some of those plays, you don't you, know, you watch them back and they are ugly, ugly, ugly plays from Mason Cole. Uh,
0: thought. <laughs> Dan, Dan Moore goes out when injured. Jones comes in. I don't know how much you can really assess mm. him on this game, but yeah, he's, he's going to start. Well, there's, there's
4: one. There's one thing about Dan Moore's going out that that's annoyed me, and it's the Tomlin thing, and it's back on that fourth and one play. Ah, oh, stuff. And yeah, Tomlin's saying they didn't run the ball because Dan Moore and Pat Fryer move were out. What a sort? That's a pathetic excuse. I'm sorry. I, I, mm. Yeah, good, you say you a say there's a plenty man. of things. Yeah. That is Barlocks <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it is. is it badass. is. And it's, it, Thanks, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so weird. Like why are you not, this is a man who talks about next man mentality constantly. And yet that's the excuse you're going to give for not running the ball on that. Next you're man mentality. Brother Jones.
2: Yeah. Same man situation.
4: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're not trusting Jones. You're not trusting Darnell to get the job done that they could. Do. It, it's just baffling, utterly baffling.
1: You, you don't look at 4th and 1 and think my tight end's injured. I can't run it. Considering yeah. we had already been running the ball quite well at war. So. That
2: It feels like he's soaking up pressure. He he He's taking flat for Canada then. Yeah. Isn't it? You just like, it's yeah. so obvious. He's just, I'm Teflon like Don. Him. I can take it. I will come up with some kind of bullshit solution to this problem. Or bullshit excuse, sorry. Mm-hmm. Should we? Because God knows, I can't. I can't
4: talk about this offense anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not. It's not going to be much better talking about the other side of the ball this, I, this time either.
0: I think that fourth and one call is genuinely the moment my
4: spirit died. I can't get through yeah. these games sober anymore. Like it's. It's just <laughs> that's the that, that's the big point of this game, as you said, sixteen six. There is a big chance here. We yeah. have been running the ball lovely before that. Everything felt like. This could be it. This could be where we get back in. Make it a nice, you know, three-point game after this. We can just get down, get down there, and then it just completely sapped. then obviously, that—that's where Kenny gets injured as well, the and it just came completely off sapped them, the man. whole, yeah, whole energy of the place. Just went, and yeah, it was the place because again, we packed out that place, and. Yeah, oh, it was just its mm, so frustrating.
1: So you mentioned earlier that people have had pops at the owners. It's interesting when the season ends and the owner, you know, they comes in and makes a comment about, you know, we need to be doing more of this. And usually the response is we need to run the ball a bit better and play yeah. Steelers football, which, by the way, as a concept is, is bollocks. Um, <laughs> but, we, you know, we've we've put a first-round pick and put a lot of bodies in to have a rookie quarterback. And our offensive coordinator on fourth and one puts him in shotgun and a five-step drop and gets injured. Now, thank God it's just a bone... It was a bone bruise, I think it is, that was announced yesterday, so it's not... If that was something along the lines of the ACL or an MCL or whatever, at what point does ownership go, hold on a minute, we have signed you... signed off getting a rookie quarterback and paid him a fortune. R- rookie wage scale on the rest of it, not, a, not a TJ one money. Um, and that's what you're going to do to him. Like, we... Ownership will always sign off taking quarterbacks in the first round. They will always have insight in a decision like that. And you're putting our one of our biggest assets in a situation where he could have blown his knee out and we don't get him until preseason next year. At what point has ownership got involved in this now? Because they should have done. Someone should have been saying, Hold on a minute, we've we've got this as I say, prize asset, and you're putting him in a situation. To succeed or fail is another matter. But you you put him in a situation where he could have been out for the entire season and then we are in the definition of limbo. We haven't got it. We don't know our head from our arse at this point. Who's throwing the ball? Who's our OC? That's... I hope Matt Canada, after that play, went, you know, shit. I, I could be in trouble here because of that call. If it doesn't succeed, it doesn't succeed. But then to to compound it with an injury as well. But He knows he's in trouble. I mean, what? I, I kind of complimented
2: them last week because it worked. But what what do we most associate with Matt Canada, the Jet Suite? Yeah. Where was it this game? They ran it twice. I, I charted in the first drive. So his, his whole offense, unless he's had a total change of heart in the in the offseason, he's I'm dumping the Jet Suite. That was his offense. So they run it twice. So where's it gone? It wasn't working. It wasn't great. It takes people out. You know, It damages the run, I think. Fair enough. But if that's what your offense is and you're no longer doing it, you're doing – I think that's why the play calls are so limited because he's he's moved away from half of his offense. Therefore, he's not – you haven't got this large menu of plays because someone's got in his ear. Management's got involved. Someone said, don't stop doing that. It's not working. He, he he is uh, he is on borrowed time and in name only the offensive coordinator. If that's the case, if he can't run his full playbook, can't
1: understand it.
2: Someone needs to make a decision here. They need to fire him. I'm sorry, it's it's got to the point. It, he he is now handicapping the team, and 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 the the, the team's lack of faith in him is handicapping him. It's a two-way thing. So either either he needs to go, I don't care anymore. I'm doing it my way. We're going back to the jet sweep. I'm doing my thing. And that allows me to call the plays how I see them. Or he's gone. We can't have this halfway house where he's only got half his playbook. Because it's not working. It's junk. It's depressing. And... Most importantly for me, it ruined my enjoyment of football for the following games that evening. So, from a personal <laughs> level, I can't have this anymore because I don't like not enjoying football.
4: It Ruined my barbecue wings. I was, enjo- oh yeah, I was, I was out, yeah, you know, out at Hickories. Lovely, big shout out to Hickory's, by the way, great place. Um, you know, out, you know, I was, I was thinking this is a great game to you know to watch. To get yeah the red zones on and everything and all that and we kind of you know know, watching it through there and everything but it was like oh this is gonna be a great atmosphere and that it just completely completely soured the whole well I mean it was yeah the restaurant was fine but yeah just I felt so down after the whole thing I was just absolutely I
2: was lying in bed Saturday night. I was I was so excited. I was thinking tomorrow is going to be a good day. We've got the, the first of the Wembley games. Me and LJ are going to watch that. That's going to be good. Trevor Lawrence versus the Falcons. That's going to be exciting. And then we got the Steelers. That's going to be great. And then I've got I've got my red zone. the The, the first game was lackluster, kind of kind of crap. You know, Riddler was shit. It uh, wasn't really a contest. Kind of boring. Trevor Lawrence was was rubbish in the second half. Not an exciting game. And then the Steelers started we endured that and then i just feel downhearted why why am i wasting my life watching this sport that doesn't entertain me
4: why am i doing this (laughs) i'm not entertained right now and uh it's sad you know why that first game didn't entertain you it's because you didn't have it on the toy story mode i didn't no (laughs) i should
2: have done although i heard there were glitches but it uh, was uh, the
0: most unintentionally hilarious thing i think i'd ever seen (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm so glad you that is the one thing I can pull from this Sunday Matt, that I enjoyed was that brief first 20 minutes or so of that game
4: where what, it was So when it, when it didn't
0: glitch it, I thought it was pretty fun well that's when I turned it off, it wasn't It wasn't interesting to me then it, it was only interesting <laughs> to me when it was there was a game going on behind them uh, and meanwhile it's just like slinky jumping around and what I found really funny was, I don't know who it was I know it was but Fowler was one guy who, I don't know who, the, who was the other guy who was doing it with him
2: I'm not sure, but Booger, Booger McFarland has gone from driving a car <laughs> up and down to now doing Toy Story in Andy's bedroom. But the beauty of it was
0: Gav, that they're toys as well, right? Booger and the other guy, and the other guy like looks like a Toy Story toy, like he looks like one well, of like the action figures or whatever. But Booger McFarland just he just looked like some strange like eldritch creature, like with a giant face. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> but then the game is going on, and like it's just showing them to as if they're sat in like a real booth. But they're, they're like calling the plays, but you can't see anything but those two because it's glitching out and the Slinky the dog is flying.
2: I mean, absolute a, props to them to doing something real time like that. That is such a challenge.
0: I, I just feel like someone came up with this idea and was like, the technology's there, right? And they, they worked really hard to convince everyone and then they finally signed off on it and, and it just wasn't. The thing that frustrates me is we get that,
2: but oh I cannot God. watch the damn sky cam of the game. Oh, um, come on, <laughs> NFL. Like... Why you know? I just—that's all I want in life is to be able to watch the Sky Cam live. It's, it's so, so good. Love the Sky Cam, don't you? I I love it. It's Ugh. don't get me started. I, always, I got myself started. It, 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 I actually feel sad when I think back to that Steelers Titans game where we got it once. Like, give it to me once. Why? You know it's
0: there, but they oh, it.
2: Yeah, tease.
0: Um. I'm about done with this game. I, I mean, the defence was a mess. <laughs>
5: I don't
0: know what... They, they nullified the edges. There was, there was nothing that... Linebackers, I thought, were, were trash. Um, I uh, thought, they were all trash. I thought... Um, oh, who do you think was
2: great? London Roberts? Well, good for you. Uh, well, no, well Rob, Roberts had an up and down. 50-50 <laughs> game. It was, it was some good work against the run. Nice in the goal line. Don't forget, they, they, they had a nice, a nice uh, goal line stand. Third and one, fourth and one, second quarter. They had some nice plays. Um, I when when does this
0: defence win? I, uh, I, Nico I, I, Collins I goes
2: off for 168 yeah, yeah, yeah. I yards. Think, I, I was going to say, sorry, I think they set up to stop the run, and they kind of did. They did not stop the run, though. To a degree, they did. But, yeah, it was a bad game. No one played well. The, uh, the tackling was poor. The effort was poor. Everyone that had a good play had a bad play. It was just one of those games. The pass rush was not a fight. They, w- they weren't getting home. Um, yeah, it was just. It just everyone had plus and minus points. But that's going to happen occasionally. You're you're not going to dominate throughout a season on defense. This is a good defense, but occasionally you're going to come up against someone that's going to out-scheme you, and
1: that's what happened. But like like I said earlier, if we concede twenty two points or more, we lose. Yeah, and yeah. the the two are intrinsically linked. You know, if our offense is going three and out, three and out, three and out, our boys are gassed, and mm-hmm. I, I I don't blame them. Um, just one of the other, other sort of stats, and again, it's one of those which is linked between the connection between O and D and their performance uh, is is looking at points differentials and and you know are we sco- scoring more than we're conceding over a season? Last three seasons, including the current one, we're at minus thirty eight. Last season, minus thirty eight, and twenty twenty one minus fifty five, and this ties in with a lot of results, which again, Kazara mentioned this week about we are getting blown out of games a lot more frequently than we have done in previous years. To give you an idea, the last three seasons where we had a minus points differential before 2021 was 2019, minus 14, 2003, minus 27, and 1999, minus 3. We have listeners who weren't born in 1999. And that's just a A a clear link where there's a detachment between the two. We can't, we have got an elite defense, we've got some elite players, but we can't rely on them every single time, especially in an NFL which is getting so aggressive on offense. It's not possible. We we are playing like it's 1977 again. And if it's okay, if we stop the run, if we run well, we will win a game. Rubbish. It doesn't happen anymore.
2: What, what's a more embarrassing defensive performance week 1
4: against 49ers or this week well considering Cole this Holcomb week. got pancaked by John Mechie this week I would probably say it's probably this week <laughs> like what what Holcomb mm. was having a bad day man I mean when you've got and you know we haven't even mentioned the fact that Kendrick Green uh, pretty much had him like, like beat to rights most of the day like yeah Kendrick Green had a surprisingly good game for the Texans, and I don't like he, saying that. He
1: did at get all. blown up by Landon Roberts at one point. He, um, he did one, yeah, I mean, yeah. He, w- he
4: wasn't I, perfect, for him. But, I must yeah. admit,
1: I was. I as much grief as we've given him in the past, I did feel awful for him when you saw the injury because he his instant reaction. Oh, yes, was, he did get injured. Yeah, in, yeah, his instant reaction was I'm in trouble here. Yeah, and you saw players put their hands, to, you know, put their hands to the helmet, and yeah, that's. I mean, he's done for the year now, we think, isn't he? Um is oh, it could, Oh, I yeah, yeah. I, I think, Ooh. but you could tell instantly something wasn't right. I felt really bad for him. Um but we yeah, we I think I think this defeat is a lot more embarrassing because you expect it out of San Francisco. They they can walk their way around anyone and they are they are built that way. McCaffrey's you know he's he's playing like um one of the greatest running backs in the last thirty years. You know, Barry Sanders-esque in terms of his elusiveness and just doesn't matter how you give him the ball. Just give him the ball. It's fine. Brock Purdy had one incomplete pass last week, by the way, 20-21. Jeez. But, you know, you expect it out of San, San Fran. We were against a rookie quarterback with my milkman playing left tackle.
2: Yeah. And uh, Nico Collins, who up to this point has been uh, slightly above average, had the game of his life against this team. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. absolutely went off. Yeah. So th- this is the problem. We, we think, you know, you look at that and you think, oh, Houston are actually not too bad at all. And, you know, you watch now as the Falcons will probably just go and, uh, you know, do whatever to them this week. And it's just like, oh, okay, maybe they weren't actually that great. And it's just we're terrible. Uh, you know, it's, I yeah, Stroud is great. Don't get me wrong. But how good is this Texans team really? I don't know if, if that that's the sad thing. You know, you can't really measure this performance their performance for the season up against this game because we're really not that good, and that that's that's a horrible thing to say. But mm. yeah, it's, it's just the facts. And there's
2: there's no uh, when when Kenny goes out, it doesn't feel you know it's, it's it's a minor point. But you know you kind of want to feel like oh let's let's put someone in. There's no one to put in. There's Mitch to put in. That we know we know what Mitch is. You know if Mitch starts this this week. There's a chance he might win. The chance he might look okay. But there's no, you know, Ke- Kenny is the development. And if he's not developing, there's no one behind him. You know, there's not even a Josh Jobs or, or, you know, because we know what Mason is. He, he's fine, but he's a fine third stringer. You know, they they wasted draft pick on Chris Aludikan. There's, there's no one in garbage time. There's no one you think, oh, let's throw him in. Let's have some hope. There's no, I mean, I guess the backup plan is. Draft another quarterback if they're terrible because they have a t- high draft pick. But there's no upside. There's no, you know, my my kung fu teacher always used to say, "Every silver lining has a cloud." Right? But <laughs> there's no silver lining here.
1: Was your kung fu teacher sigh by any chance? <laughs> <Yeah>. Butchering, butchering <laughs> that analogy.
2: <laughs> no, that was deliberate. It was. It was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. His, his other favorite saying was, "They're all C
1: words." Which is true in this case. (laughs) Where do we go from here, boys? Uh, Somewhere else.
2: (laughs) Greece, Greece. Tell us about your Greek holiday, Mark. Please.
4: I mean, it it, it was very enjoyable. Thank you very much. (laughs) Until you Um, watch this game. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, that that was the thing. It was like the end of the. It was the day before I was going back to work. So this was like the big end of the holiday thing. That's why we oh, went man. to the restaurant. Oh, and, man. yeah, that's the way uh, That's the way the holiday ends. I feel like you know, I'm, worried, back I'm, to reality I'm, I'm
2: worried for Kets's wedding. What if the Steelers are still terrible by then? Oh, no. that
1: will diffuse <laughs> you know, everything. Yeah. It'll be, you know, naming the tables against elite steel, you know, giving them elite Steeler players' names. It's just going to be one long table. <laughs> because there'll only be one good player at that point what if what if Rich's Pause. whole engagement plan was this week will you marry
2: oh, no. God, yeah, your team, team sucks yeah. Put no, the exactly, ring back I your...
4: was thinking that earlier
1: <laughs> putting the ring back in your pocket there aren't you oh, I'll keep I'll keep this for under time
4: yeah Ah.
2: Uh, Okay, on to onto, onto Pastors News. Should we talk about the Ravens game? Should we have some hope? <laughs> oh,
4: God.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, fine. I was, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I was oh, going to talk so, about so I mean? was, I, oh, I, I, that, that was me, the way I was like, yeah, he skipped ahead of it. I was going to talk about other games. Then I was like, I don't care enough. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have the will to fight it. Well, no, because we're still talking about the Steelers, and then we can move on to other games. How about no, that? I, I don't even want to do it. Let's just talk about the Ravens game. Yeah. <laughs> What's the weather like
1: where you guys are? It's
0: I did dark. ask. I did ask on Patreon. I was like, um, you know, give me other things to talk about, but all I wanted to talk about was football.
1: Why oh, a football Eww. podcast? On a football podcast? Stupid, Madness. stupid
0: Steelers.
2: <laughs> Look, when um, people people may listen to this podcast for. Uh, Sort of sadomasochistic enjoyment, mm. and mm. I think we've delivered for the first. How long will we go in here? Hour and a half.
4: Yeah, so, I don't know
0: uh, how it's even been this long. I came in like confused <laughs> and dazed, and not really knowing what we're going to talk about. Like actually, sorry, call there was one. Um, on.
4: There was one thing that you sort of mentioned in the chat earlier. I think might actually be an interesting thing to quite quickly do before we look onto this Ravens team. I think I think it was you who suggested it. How many teams in the NFL right mm. now? would you rather not be part of the fan base of than the Steelers? Is it um, a count on one hands list?
0: Well, I have put together a list of ticks te- because it feels to me this year, I don't know if you guys are sensing this, that there's just a lot of teams that just seem like non-starters, especially offensively, right? Like just teams that just Bengals seem like... One. Yeah, right? Like teams just can't seem to get out of single digits and just are just totally lost at sea. It seems
4: to be a lot of mediocre play this season, I've found. I don't think there's been amazing... Football all around, and then there's the and Dolphins, and then well, even there, I mean, you know, then they get blown away by the by Buffalo True. last week, so and then there's Buffalo, yeah, and then there's Buffalo, yeah, who were apparently washed after week one, so <laughs> yeah, and then there's San Francisco, that's what you need to look yeah. at,
5: yeah,
4: mm. but yeah, know. in terms of worse than us, like in terms of who we, yeah, the Bengals, I mean, my god, what is happening there, like. That's all over the place. The well, moment.
2: I mean, yeah, that's the one thing to remember. The Steelers are still two and two. There's there's, there's, a, there's a, a way yes. back
1: here the, that is factually correct. <laughs> the,
0: the, list, the list I've got here, tell me what you think of all these. So, Bengals, yeah, I agree. I mean, that just seems, I don't know. I mean, this is, you know, this is their Super Bowl window, right? And it's always open when Joe Burrow's there. Well, not with a 63.1 passerine. Um,
2: the can Giants. You pick it? Wait, Kenny Pickett was. finding out. It's here, my notes, which are way too long. Hang on. This damn drive chart. Uh, 59. Yay! So, same level. Joe Burrow, can you pick it?
0: It's good stuff. Um, Giants. I feel like that's an easy one. They seem like they're up shit's creep without a paddle. They're spending 300 million on a quarterback who's a dud. Uh, It looks like a a re-entering a mess after one year hiatus of being slightly less than a mess.
2: I, th- I think they're a consistent mess for quite a while. Since yeah. since uh, as soon as Brady left the Patriots, they they've died too. It's like it's like they needed yeah. their their you know Brady was Superman, Giants were the Kryptonite. Without without Superman, Kryptonite has no relevance. Does that make
5: sense? Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, not sure
4: about
5: that?
0: Yeah. The <laughs> yeah, hearted at best. Yeah. <laughs> the Jets. I mean, that feels obvious. Yeah. Bears. Pain. Bears, yeah, definitely. Bears, Bears is the big obvious. Bears yeah. is the I don't worst think moment exactly
4: of hope. Um, Broncos? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even though they, I mean, that was a ridiculous game. But um, yeah, no, the, I still wouldn't want to be a Broncos fan right now. Then for me, it starts getting close. So I've got down teams like uh, the Panthers. Got hope of a first-round
0: pick, but not quite going very well right now.
4: Teams a bit No, I, uh, I, it <laughs> still seems very messy there. I mean, I was massively high on Bryce Young, but I'm starting to worry a little bit for him.
1: Yes, there you go. Uh, didn't, the, didn't the Panthers mention that oh, they're actively uh, trying to bring in a wide receiver one? You know, like someone like... DJ hmm. Moore. Yeah. <laughs> um, can, I, can I just mention, just speaking of the Bears and the hellhole that they've gone in, um, I was texting my good friend James, who we do my drafts with, as you know, who's a big Bears fan, um, and I was going through snapshotting conversations about us discussing our game and him discussing his game. Uh, so I'm just going to mention just just a couple of nuggets about how this conversation went. Um, so I told them I benched Justin Fields in the league, and he said he's doing very well. Um, this is this is a, a tune of messages. <clears throat> Another three and out question mark interception defensive pass interference. We're in their half. Never mind offensive pass interference. Going back, we're in their half. That was timestamp at seven forty nine. Our game kicked off at six oh five. Nearly two hours to get in their half. Good god! Yeah. It. it and then just everything collapsed.
2: Wait, was that the Steelers getting in their half or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, wasn't, yeah that, wasn't that, that was via punt? Saying, that was via punt, right? They had a they uh they punted from like yeah. their own ten, and then basically the Steelers caught it on midfield, got into the yeah. half, and then went three and out, didn't they?
1: Yeah, because there's, there's a twenty minute gap between me saying never mind OPI, and then yeah. to say we're back in their half. Um, yeah, I'd probably say the Bears are number one on the list at least they're saving grace is they cur- they're currently picking first and second in the 2024 draft
2: and, and uh, what happened with the what happened with the guy that you were tracking mark with the was it their oc or whatever he had uh, oh
4: the, de- the oh well, he, yeah that yeah that that seems to have just fallen fallen away i don't think anything really came of that mm. i think they the just innocent, every, uh, it seems so. Yeah, I don't think anything's really been picked up on it. But Did he have yeah, secret documents be... on aliens or something? What was it? <laughs> who knows? Who who really knows?
2: Was it the hard. FBI? Men in black raiding his house?
4: Could have been. Could have been. Or it could have just been Chase Claypool. Who knows? But, uh, That's true. Doxing. Yeah, he, does not look great. He's, a, he's off. Yeah. He, I, he's not even going to get traded. By, by, uh, by he's, the he's been released, it. hasn't he? already. Did he? Uh, was he released? Uh I think he's he's not been released, but he's not been in the building.
0: Oh I got a yes, message off just... my Bears friend friend fan the other day that said Chase Claypool released, so I just took his word for it and never looked at it. You say your bears friend fan? Bears friend fan? Bears fan friend? Bear's What did you say there? Bears friend fan but, yeah, so <laughs> just another word in the wrong place. Bears, bears fan, fan friend.
2: Just confuse me. Sorry, carry on. What's happened <laughs> with Claypool? <laughs> he's a diddler. We knew that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Patriots, Saints, Packers, Bron- uh, Broncos, Panthers, Falcons. There you go. There's your list, right? <laughs> Ravens.
2: Oh. <coughs> Falcons yes. is bad, right? I mean, that. Why- <laughs> Let's talk about that game. Why didn't they bench? What? Wh- I lost money because I was so convinced that they were going to bring on Heineke. I- I-, I I sprinkled a little cash on them. I thought Heineke will come in. This is perfect Heineke situation here. Away. Uh, Jaguars' offense is is faltering. Bring in Heineke, win me some money. Did they do it? No, they kept that didlow out there. The guy can't play. Sir, Ridder. Get rid of him. Weren't you Hello. like a big ridder guy? I don't know. No, I definitely absolutely was not. I was out on ridder. <laughs> you were a big fields guy. I remember that. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. No, I was not. You were a big one of those guys. <laughs> one of those guys was your guy. No, neither Trey, of those
4: Trey, guys. I thought Trey Lance was Trey your Lance was guy.
2: Trey Lance was your guy. Yeah, yeah Trey, Trey Lance yeah. was my guy. Ritter, uh, Ritter, I thought, just had no chance. I thought Fields had a chance, but I thought he was a little bit too inaccurate. Oh, Fields was my saying, guy. Yeah, Fields was your guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> hmm. I'd probably say I was in Camp Ritter, but not i pound pounding the table too hard. Mike.
4: I think, yeah, mm. we should go back. Being and look in at anyone's somebody's... camp, we should. Yeah, being and... in anyone's camp in that draft was not good. <laughs> Other than maybe Trevor Lawrence's, but that's it. Yeah,
1: just just speaking about that game. Actually, if you hear the stories about obviously the Giants are staying in London for the week because they're playing Buffalo this week.
2: Yeah, I, my, my um, mind has wandered to them a couple of times this week. Like, wonder what they're doing right
1: now. But they, <laughs> the the, B, the Bills. Um, booked the hotel for that for their game that the Jags were in for the Falcons game. So the Jags have had to move out of their hotel to a different hotel because the Bills had already booked it. Who with the Jags logistically didn't book that venue for two weeks? <laughs>
0: uh, was this not planned? I feel like I don't know. You would Jag- think
2: Canada is their accommodation. <laughs> <booking agent. laughs> I remember when, um. A few years ago, uh, a friend of a friend used to work the bar at Spearmint Rhino, and he said, without fail, every, like, uh, autumn, the American football teams would come in. Like, the whole team. And so said the, 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 there would be, like, 90 people. 90 massive humans would come Jeez. into Spearmint Rhino. They can't be doing that every night. I mean, what, what are they doing on Wednesday night when they've done that? For, you know, there's only so many thongs you can watch bouncing up and down. Like what they do? <laughs> are? They going to art galleries, museums? Are they doing a nice walk getting, along the Thames, getting Chipotle on Baker Street. I've been there. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd like to know because they're, they're not exactly incognito, are they? Anyway, side point. I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and what's it like if you're, you know, you grow up in like I don't know Idaho or something, and suddenly you're traveling the world, or not the world, you're traveling the US, and then and then suddenly you're like plonked into London, rainy London, when they're like. Who's this like weird Sunak guy talking about railways yeah. and stuff? I don't know. Do they watch the news? <laughs> I, I, I'll
1: tell you a great story just very quickly. My brother-in-law, um, had never been to Ireland. And the first time a gang of us all went over, um, when he landed, I met the rest of my family over there. He looked at my sister and said, they all sound like you <laughs> as if it was a surprise. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's that insular life that, that's something that, that, that he leaves, that, that he leads, excuse me. Um, and I, like you, I can imagine some backup left guard from Idaho is, is, is doesn't understand. What do you mean the steering wheels on the wrong side of the car? Did you see
0: the oh. uh, the Jamesons advert I told you about, Mike?
1: With the uh... yes,
0: <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. That was good.
1: Yeah no 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 reason why that that's been done but fair enough
2: <laughs> what is it explain for those of us that um, it, it's like oh
1: it's it's an ad that jemisons have done which is essentially to push an nfl game being played in dublin oh which game and just and no, just any game
2: what so they, what wait they're, they're just pushing for it yeah like the international series
1: mm-hmm. well overdue isn't it i think so We've been a college game for how many years now? It's only a matter of time. The link with the Steelers, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
2: What would it be? Steelers, Patriots?
1: Oh, Steelers, Jets? Steelers,
2: whoever, I'm going. Yeah, yeah. But, no, just saying, what would be the ultimate Irish combo? Oh,
1: yeah, probably pa- Bears. Bears? Maybe.
4: Yeah, big Irish contingency card. I didn't know that. And that was that, was, was that big, uh, yeah, there was a big Steelers-Bears game in... Ireland, yeah,
1: like,
2: 95, 96, 97, a crock yeah. is, is that why you are a Steelers fan and James is a Bears fan?
1: It's quite ironic that, isn't it? But no, it's totally, totally separate. Hmm. That's that, um, hmm. that 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 poor bastard, his first game he ever watched was uh, the Super Bowl that Devin Hester scored a touchdown hmm. in the opening play and he went, i oh, yeah. oh, support that team. Rex Grossman, at quarterback, sucked him Inter- in. Yeah, Interceptors, Interceptors, what's his name? Who? Uh, Rex Grossman. Yeah, Rex Grossman. Interceptorsaurus Rex. Oh, yeah. That's it, that's it. <laughs> or, or, or Sexy Rexy to his fans. Is he the worst quarterback to ever play in a Super Bowl? Yeah, it's up there with Trent Delfner, probably. Yeah, it is. Delfner,
2: an extra N in his name, I like it. N N for <laughs> nobody. <laughs>
1: We've gone Speaking down a ravens. rabbit hole. We have.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Apologies, lads.
4: Yeah. I've, I've let us Dil- has brought us nicely back to the Ravens, haven't <laughs> Oh, wow. Jesus this
2: is basically Christ. like a, an audio version <laughs> oh, of oh our my tech God. card. <laughs> Was that a raven?
0: <laughs> I'm going to start using this every time to, just to bring us back to the ravens. It <laughs> <Well>, we just... sounds <laughs> like an angry chicken. It's not a raven. <laughs> <laughs> that is
5: terrifying.
0: <laughs> the, the, the Raven doesn't like it when you speak about the Raven like that. Okay. <laughs> um, all okay, right. Ravens. Ravens. Uh, a lot going on here. I mean, th- th- there's a and lot of people on the, the injury Steelers Ooh. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, uh, a lot of names on the injury report. Um, don't know if the Ravens injury report's out, but I saw the Odell Beckham's practicing, Bateman's practicing, uh, the left tackle, Ronnie Stanley's practicing, Marlon Humphrey's practicing. So they're all good signs for the Ravens. On the Steelers' side of things, um, Harvin still isn't practicing.
2: Presley Harvin might see... Uh... Ooh, 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 ooh. I meant ooh, to ask ooh, you, what ooh, do we ooh. think about Brad Wing's performance? Yeah, it was fine. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, <laughs> he was
1: he was fucking busy.
0: 47-yard yeah. uh... <laughs> yeah. average, one inside the 20. It was totally fine. No issue at all. The third punt was
2: great, man. That was awesome. All right, it was great. Went, went inside the thirteen. <laughs> No, come on, you, you can't entice me, entice me in like Mark, a temptress Mark, with your talk you did... Then I try and try and engage you with the punt talk, and then you go not nah. excited.
1: <laughs> Mark, you mentioned there were some positives from the game. Yes. Did you? Was was <laughs> the was the boat ride long to your lonely <laughs> island am, course, to which you were on your own
4: about Mr. Keanu Benton? <laughs> oh, oh I, it still feels weird hearing a cut uh, clips. Talking, some back people to me, have played the, my, my own last trumpet. So, just <laughs> you've made it, Mark. Oh. oh, I sound dead posh in that one. You um, no, there, I, there were positives, you know. Yeah, you didn't even let Gav talk about Monty Adams, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was next. There there were a couple of positives, but anyway, we, there were going to be more positives <laughs> in this game coming up. We'll have an ultimatum on that drop.
2: That's it. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> the, 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 the raven will remain until the raven's game is spoke about. It. <laughs> it's not a raven. The chicken. <laughs> what chickens have you heard? This is, this is how you can tell he lives inside the M25. He's never seen a patch of grass in his life that wasn't Regent it's, Park. He's no, never incorrect. seen my,
2: my brother-in-law operates Burford Browns. See? You don't even know what that is because they sell their eggs in weight trays. Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh, God. Let's give me, me flashbacks to that horrible uh, when I went to see the Falcons at when, uh, to Tottenham, and every time they got a first down, and they got a lot of them because they played Zach Wilson's Jets, and you just hear, it's another Falcons.
3: <laughs> ah!
4: <laughs> <laughs> every single time, and it was oh. just so infuriating.
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Um. Okay, where was I up to? <laughs> Right, yeah, Yeah, I got yes. through, I got to the first guy in the injury report for the Steelers. Jeez, Louise, uh, Kenny Pickett says he'll play in this game. He's limited. Uh, do, we, do we want him to? Would uh, it be better if he? Did? Uh, he's going to be able to play. It looks like so he's going to play. I'm not. gonna well, okay. according I, to
4: the, I, according according I get the official... you. Two days ago, I was like, yeah, maybe we just let him rest till the bye week. But yeah. according to the official injury report, he is limited. Have they have actually spelt limited wrong <laughs> twice on the injury report. He is actually, yeah, he is limited in practice. Limped? Limped. And he was a oh, bit limped. limped.
2: Yeah. yeah. Did you uh, notice that he, Keanu Benton has leapfrogged uh,
4: Isaiah Milk on the depth chart? Yeah, he, I
0: did.
4: He, he I, gone. I, I did. did we excited. Yeah, Milk. What, he took 13 snaps yes. in a game against? Yeah. The yeah and that's with, yeah. that's with Leal going out. Mm. Yeah, that's that's not good for Loudermilk.
0: Uh, Leal also didn't practice, concussion see, see how he does, Pr- Ferrymuth is week to week so he's probably going to lose this one uh, James Daniels still not practicing, Chuck's not practicing, Malu not practicing not injury related so he should be fine Dan Moore not practicing, he's going to be out uh, Cole Holcomb Limited Patrick Peterson uh, not injury related Okay, so we're going to be missing potentially two pieces of the O-line so we're going to have Jones step in for more again obviously, maybe that ends up being permanent, we'll see uh, James Daniels probably her big- if he's not good to go, we'll remain in that spot. Uh, right, guard. Uh, Freymouth's not going to play, so we might see some more James Washington. He caught his first pass in that game. James Washington. James Washington. Oh, I think I did that the week before as well, <laughs> didn't I? Uh, Darnell Washington. Darnell. Uh, and then DeMarvin Leal is probably, we'll see We'll see how he ends up. But uh, again, it sounds like Larder Milk isn't the guy. Does Brandon Fahoko come up, uh, Braden Fahoko come up off, uh, off the practice squad for this one? You would hope so. I feel like we need that guy who can stuff the run. I mean, what's the point of him being there if we're not going <laughs> to
2: bring him up? Doesn't mm. seem like Armand Watts is going to get the job done. Against a team that's third in rush attempts, fifth in rush out. yards, second in rush TDs. They, they need to stop yeah. the run, right? I mean, second and third down conversions. Do yeah, third in red zone touchdowns. Hmm. Pretty good Pretty good in not throwing picks. This yeah, is I a think, Russian team. As, but, as, as much as we thought their offensive game plan had changed, it hasn't really. I mean, it's the same team.
0: We, we have done a good job in, in the past of, of dealing with Lamar Jackson, though, you know, getting in his face and troubling him. But he, he's having a good year so far. Um, having the a is, year, It feels
2: like they've got the second coming of Antonio Brown. Zay Flowers, yeah. Yeah, I mean, your man.
0: Averaging 61 yards per game so far. He looked like a promising... The best first-round receiver so far. I think John Anderson's looked good at, at, at times, yeah. in times, and spots. Um But he stepped into a primary role nicely with OBJ out, but we might have both mm. of those in the field for this
2: game. And also the fact that Mark Andrews is having a nice season and Steelers always struggle with tight ends. Yeah, eight yards and a touchdown mm. last week for Mark Andrews. C- concern amongst
0: the Ravens but I was looking for, you know, on Ravens world. For what, what what their issues are concerned with the O line, both starting tackles apparently struggled against Cleveland because the uh, well, I, I should say the backup struggled because the starters were out,
2: struggled in a 28 to 3 win,
0: yeah, exactly. I mean, they're picking you know, <laughs>
2: um, looking for trouble in the glorious paradise.
0: I, I was looking on the defense,
2: and uh, Arthur Mollett is there, of course. Tipped, tipped, uh, tipped a pass for an interception versus the Browns.
0: Yeah, apparently they're saying that he's made a strong case to to take that nickel roll permanently. So uh, just another ex-stealer in the AFC North. And uh, Jadavian Clowney has, has been a big ad for them as well. Um, both of their young edge rushers had ankle injuries. So Jadavian Clowney stepped in. 19 pressures, two sacks through four weeks.
2: Pass rush has uh, uh, got going. Fifth in the league in getting sacks. Uh, Steelers are first, by the way. Damn, even with non in week four. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, they
0: signed Calvin Noy I know he was on our radar before we got uh, Marcus Golden in the building uh, Only signed him last week but he apparently had a nice pickup. Mm, great pick up for them So uh, This is going to be a tough one, I mean these games Every time, right, I mean it feels like We go in and our expectations are blown out Every time we play the Ravens And it's just that classic Steelers-Ravens game, is that still the case Or is there just I think so. too many underlying issues The, 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 I their days, hope, yeah.
2: the, the one hope Is that Matt Cunningham wants to call the pass, and the Ravens D is thirtieth in allowing passes to be completed. So if if the Steelers can get the pass game going, they should have some success. They're top ten in stopping the run, but the Steelers don't run the damn ball, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so it, uh, you just the Steelers are just going to have to lean into what they're doing.
4: The Ravens are odd one, really. I mean, yeah, Lamar's having a having a good season so far but you know his track record against us isn't brilliant and then they can just have these games you know they're three and one they, they could just have these games like they had against the Colts where they just sort of weirdly fall off a cliff and just have do make bizarre choices and just yeah just it just sort of falls around them um so you know you you kind of hope that, that it's it's more hope than anything that you know hopefully they will do something similar but yeah, there, there is a chance. There's definitely a chance, oh, even oh, coming absolutely, off a horrible a week. But, yeah, yeah, even if a division the game, game against like, the Ravens, anything
2: can happen. Exactly. Yeah. it can it can turn around from here. Like it mm. can, your
1: whole season can, can change from from a win here. It would be incredibly status to win this game, like 17, 14 Yeah,
0: but I, I don't want us to win this game 17-14 And the next week we come in here and we're all like, oh
5: yeah, you
0: know.
2: I don't think we well, will
0: fix everything. Yeah, yeah, I can't That's see right. that. Like, then we all pick a win the next week. You know, we're not we're I
2: not
1: feckled idiots. I am. Okay.
0: okay. <laughs>
1: <Speak> <laughs> can yourself. we cut? Can we can we cut that interaction <laughs> between yeah. the periods? That was that was golden. In, fa- in fairness, how, how often after a Steelers win have we? And this is something that was raised recently. So when was the last time we won a game where? Oh god, down the fucking rabbit hole again. But when was the last time we won a game because of offence we, we twenty sixteen, yeah. That twenty seventeen was 2016-2017 where Ben Kill threw five thousand yards. Yeah, yeah. It, was it, 16? I it was sixteen? So we're yeah. I, I, like you say, we're not, we're not fickle where we will scrape a win and pat ourselves in the back and, and book our flights to Vegas for February. Um, if we but do we start with,
2: with the win win or loss music. I mean, that sets the tone for the podcast.
4: Yeah, mm. but we didn't want to play it after we beat the Browns. We 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 were just like it's the biggest asterisk on this win. Um, Yeah, so we no, we're not we're not uh, we're not fickle. But um, I I will be surprised if we come out of you know if we start recording next week and we are in a totally jubilant mood. Something something radical is going to have to have changed for us to do that.
1: Hmm. Seventy points. (laughs) That's
4: all. Four hundred. If if it's if it's three and two into the bye week, then that's better than some. Expectations, I think, some of us had before the season. I mean, I had five and O, so let's ignore me. But um, yeah, uh, like th- even two and three is not the end it's of the not, world. It's the not. It's week. It's definitely. It's eminently
2: come comebackable. But it's just mm. the nature of things. Exactly. But it, yeah. but it does feel like everything's
1: on fire. And hmm. it, let's be fair. If we fart into the playoffs with a six seed, and th- there's we are playing the the what number three seed that's going to be who one and done oh yeah and then and then On you're that. not
2: getting the draft pick
1: yeah and the cycle continues
5: yeah
0: mm. someone wrote in about exactly this saying you know that's what i was saying earlier you got you've got you know it's cons- you, caution caution because what's going to happen now is that exactly this we're going to Get some wins. Tomlin is going to drag mm. us to a to a win record, maybe. Hopefully, nine and eight. Again. And you know, we just the same thing happens again. And I think, what well, I'm just it's week four. You know, I was looking forward to a season of at least a little excitement, some interest. You know, I just feel like I'm a little bit done with it already.
5: Yeah.
4: Uh, this. this could oh be, no! This could be the. This could <laughs> be Sorry, the one. This could be this could be the this could be the week. Who knows? I... Like, as you say, Divisional Bless you, anything can happen. Anything can happen. I mean, the the Ravens got a lot of nice pieces there, but maybe maybe we can find a way.
1: I, I tell you what won't happen is we'll have 400 yards of offense.
4: No, we won't have that. No. Bank it. Unless we're bombing it down to Austin every play, we're not going to be doing that. No. But hey, that might work because, you know, as Gaff said, the Ravens are not great against, uh, against the catch there. So hmm, who knows? Look out for Keaton Mitchell as well. I think he's... Well, a apparently. Like, I like... Yeah, I like... Yeah has, yeah, has
2: anyone picked him up in the uh, Survivor League? Maybe that's a segue.
1: Oh, we do need to mention that.
4: Mm. And
0: now, <laughs> on the UK Steelers podcast... Uh,
1: well, get, that, get that Raven noise again, so I just claim it's a vulture.
0: Well, I'm going... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm dispensing from my usual tradition of uh, picking the game as 17-14 one way or the other, and I'm saying Steelers 10, Ravens 21. Right. <laughs> Gav skipped over that bit, so...
2: Oh, dear. Another reason why Simon is salty. Yeah. <laughs> Sad, depressed, this, disillusioned.
0: This, this annoyed me this week. I won almost every matchup. I think I lost in one Dynasty League, and I won every the league, and then got kicked out of the guilty of the kebab ball. There's only one league that matters. So I... And why did I get kicked out of the kebab ball? Because sat on the toilet at like 12 noon on Sunday for some reason, <laughs> I decided that for no reason whatsoever, Shit. I think because I'd like breezed over one line on, you know, like Sleeper does like the little rundowns of people's like matchups or whatever, like when you click the names, I think because I was like reading through my like list over tinkering and I read Logos Thomas's, you know, tight end in Washington. Uh, and, and they were talking about how the Eagles were uh, giving up big scores to tight ends. I was like, hmm. And, and I'm scared by the Bears' offense a little bit. So, drop Cole Komet. in goes Logan Thomas, who I picked up that week. Cole Komet goes off for 31 points. Would have long no, not only would he have saved
2: me, I wouldn't have even been concerned. How, uh, but what has Cole Komet done so far this season, up until this point? Uh, I think he had done. He had two good games. I
0: think he would had one like slightly down game that you know, at, which idiot. often
1: happens. But sixteen point four, thirteen point yeah. eight, eight
2: point two, thirty eight point six. So the eight point two, nothing to say that this game was coming. So no, no, I, I don't think you could predict that this was going to happen to you. But hmm. I
0: think that that you know common sense. I would have started. I, I think nine times out of ten, I would have started. Call commit over long times. That's what annoys me. I don't know why I did it.
2: <laughs> so, whatever. Against, yeah, because the, the Redskins were playing the Eagles, which. And they'd had a terrible week the week before. Everyone was thinking, I mean, I didn't play Terry McLaurin and I lost in a different league because of that. So, yeah, it was a strange decision to move to Thomas if you had a better tight end. But it was yeah. like you were just moving deck chairs around on yeah, the Titanic. And was, yeah. Uh, it,
0: yeah, so if that was frustrating. And you got punished for it. You got and punished. I did, I'm sorry. Um, so
2: you haven't really explained, but you got eliminated this week, right?
0: I did. And uh, I thought the side gave that away. Uh I I had no running backs was the main issue, to be honest. Um Cam was, Akers
2: was, and who were you running I was starting
0: Cam Akers and Kareem Hunt at this point, because Saquon mm, they didn't ooh. play and uh yeah, the rest is history, so
2: it was it was a case of you versus Mike who was going out, I thought. I think it was yeah. Dave. Although Dave all of a sudden Dave, yeah.
0: What it was, Dave. I needed sixteen points out of Darius Slayton on Monday Night Football and <laughs> I was like, This is a
4: this is a miracle. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Whoever said last week, oh, it's nice that all the hosts are still in there and Hold then me. literally <laughs> nearly all the hosts are, uh, <laughs> are struggling down the bottom. Oh, dear. Spoke crazy,
1: crazy. Mm. And then do we, do we want to mention waivers? Absolutely. Different
2: approaches happening. Um, mm-hmm. I was surprised that absolutely nobody, apart from myself, bid on Saquon Barkley. Mm. That was a strange one. I bid – basically, I just – I don't want to reveal That tax. is weird. But I, I bid a limited amount on everyone in the hope that some people would fall <gasps> through the cracks and they did. Saquon Barkley came to me for 11, 11 bucks. Ridiculous. That's you just criminal.
1: Up, you picked up Amari Cooper for seven.
2: Yeah. I just price enforced
1: on everybody
0: and, and I don't know awesome. what
1: happened there. I mean, you're, you're, you got you're, Hunter you're, Henry
0: for three dollars. He's like the tight one right now. Nice. I know <laughs> what's going on.
1: <laughs> you're, I don't but you're, 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 you're broke ass now, aren't you? Oh, I'm broke. I've, I've just looked. Uh, or bid twenty nine dollars for Hunter Henry, but, but he, he was he, he was it. over budget.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's oh. a lesson. Make it. You have to. You, you mean, have to budget well, that he, you're going to get a few of these guys. We
0: got a forty dollar bid on Sam Laporta. Ten bids. Ten
2: bids for Sam Laporta. You mm-hmm. know. Uh, oh, oh! I clearly listened to this
1: podcast. <laughs> they're buying into the Simon. Oh, oh, I,
0: oh, you think you're a fantasy genius? Do you, you like Sam Laporta?
1: Well. Think Ooh, that? I've, I've just had a look, Jonathan Taylor. Let me let me read out the bids in in descending order. Gav, zero dollars. Me, zero dollars. Phil Will, two dollars. Matt Audley, twenty one dollars. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: you thinking? You thinking he's almost ready to come back?
1: No. Well, mm-hmm. this, that, this would is be, the that would be
2: price enforcing. Feels like, like I'll bid zero week. to make sure that no one gets in for less than zero. Does
1: that work? No,
0: <laughs> this doesn't go to
1: waivers. <laughs> um, he feel
0: it feels like this is the first week we've had a lot of like really good elite fantasy players go up on the market.
1: Yeah, and go yeah. for nothing. Yeah, City Lamb 44. Why did
0: no? Why
2: did it? Is that short? Please explain, Mike. You're in this league, Mike, You're in this, league. In this why, league. Why? Why did you not bid on Take One Barclay?
3: Um.
4: <laughs> I mean, I probably should have looking at my running back room, but um,
1: I had multiple right? bids already. If I had have landed any of them, I was I would have been bankrupt.
2: Right, but then I what did I get him for? Eleven dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean that that was just me throwing out a cursory just in case he falls through the cracks. I wasn't expecting to get. Him.
1: Still limited to play this week, so it was true, well, but it's true. It's, it's saying that, like, Gav, you turned up with nearly two hundred and fifty points.
2: Right.
4: Don't let scammers. me get
2: these guys.
4: I'm, 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 <laughs> don't let me get these guys. Don't, don't do it. I'm in trouble this week. I'm just looking at, like, I'm particularly looking at my running back room. Oh, dear. Like, my, my, my starting running backs, uh, Dalvin Cook, Ramondre Stevenson, Khalil Herbert, and Roshan Johnson. Oh, no. I got both Bears running backs starting. I've got nothing behind it. Like, ooh. It's this hard running really back in fantasy machines. But I've got I've got like... Puka Nakua, so I'll just I'll just breeze through because of Puka Nakua. Hall of Famer.
2: So. You see, I'm bound to go out because I've showed some semblance of pride here.
1: That's what happens. <laughs> oh yeah, you're you you are absolutely done.
2: Yeah, that, that's what happens, right? As soon as you say anything about your fantasy team, you express any pride, you're gone. Like, didn't Simon say he was a fantasy genius earlier, like two weeks ago or something? Sounds like something he, 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 would he said say. that every week for I think, the rest I think, I'm of, pretty sure his he life, he declared declaratively I am a fantasy genius because they're all the players that I selected for fantasy fantasy are producing. And then he's out I think I did play. say that actually. You did play. say that, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what happens in okay. fantasy. You you talk about your fantasy team, you're gone. Especially in this league. All you need is one slip-up.
4: Hey sir, you know who is a fantasy genius? Mm-hmm. shout uh, out to Kathy. Oh yeah. A hundred points ahead
0: league. in uh,
4: now of anyone else absolutely smashing it wow is she uh, and she she's meant
2: I'm, I'm i'm not denigrating in any way she's she's completely <laughs> managing this team herself she's, There's no yep, Mark yep. Hansen there's help.
4: nothing there's no nothing no none of my help yeah no i'd, I'd be detrimental to her if anything but um yeah no she's doing it all her own and she's yeah she's absolutely bossing it fair play to her i look forward to seeing her in the survival league next year yeah she's two and two in our home league so she's definitely leaning on this league at the moment um, but I'm 2-2 two two in our home league as well. I'm not doing very well either. What, so. What's her secret? Um, I don't know. I mean, she she always go Boz. She will, yeah, forever go Boz <laughs> as, a, as a kicker. That is, a, yeah, that is a absolute guarantee. I don't know. She's been playing for a couple of years now, and I think she's just starting to really pick up on, yeah, who, who the best players are to get. And, like, yeah. I mean, she's devastated about Nick Chubb, but because um, I think she had him in... She had him in the feeder league. I can't remember. She had him in. She had him in one league. I, th- I think it might have been our home league, actually. Um, so she's not Minka's biggest fan at the moment. But um, yeah, no, she's no, she's doing in- incredibly well. I'm massively proud of her.
2: Just another but, example of the, the pride bringing you down. Did you Did you notice? I, I sent the 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 screen grab of one of our leagues. I say, look at this guy's team. How's he let it get this bad? He beat me. He didn't. <laughs> he beat me. <laughs> no, he did not. He beat me. He, that,
0: he, that Braxton that, Berrios
2: getting twenty one points. Team
0: was terrible. You got oh. beat by that team that I was talking about playing last yeah. week.
2: I I got inside my own head. I, I dropped McLaurin. I put Marvin Mins in. I, I made some other choices. I, I overmanaged. I did the. Over- Luckily, it's not a survival no. league. L- listen regular. to the people on this team. Brock Purdy's QB. Okay, so he
0: slotted Alvin Kamara oh. in because he came back. That's that's good. Mm-hmm. Ty Chandler. Okay. Robert Woods. This is starting lineup, yeah. Uh, Jacoby Myers. Now here he got very lucky. Here Michael Wilson. Oh, yeah.
1: that was Leg, jammy. My guy,
0: legend, by the way. Tyler Higby, <laughs> Tutu Atwell, Braxton Barrios, and the Philly defense. Okay, man, you were lucky with the Mike Wilson stuff though. Michael Wilson stuff. Yes, right. it's a bad beat, but
2: you know this is this is the league I've won more than I've come anywhere else. So.
0: And you and you did get a free win last week because it didn't take Brandon Ayuk out of the lineup, so.
2: Right. That's true. Th- these things work themselves out. Yeah, they work themselves out. You got to take the rough with the smooth. And, does that mean I'm going to get a free though, win some point? I hope so. <laughs> I'm in um, another league. I actually genuinely feel like quitting. <laughs> I'm, I might like what, what? What are the politics of just going? Do you know what, guys? Fuck off and leave. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What what, what? I don't know. I'm fi- I'm sick of this league. I have the best team every single year. It's on NFL.com. I hate that platform. It's it's IDP, like massive, like more more defensive players than offensive players. It's full of, it's full I have the best team, hands down, but all my (laughs) players are on IR. Like, I just have terrible luck. Every year I'm last. (laughs) I I can't, I can't explain it. He has the best team, but every year he's last. It's true. (laughs) It's absolutely true. Um, I just think I'm cursed in this league. I just want to leave it. But I, 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 it's so frustrating. Like you follow the same. Pro- I, I try to follow the same process through every league, and some leagues you just you're just cursed. You, you just you just are the Detroit Lions, whatever, or you know, pick a bad franchise. You just can't catch a break. Mm. You know, I've got in that league. I got Cup. I have got DJ. I've got T Higgins. I have got Jalen <laughs> Bottle. You know, that's my four receivers. You think that's pretty good generally, and it's a dynasty league. This year, it's just not happening for me. I got a JK Dobbins, you know, it's just a
1: disaster. You're not getting any sympathy for having JK Dobbins? No. Okay. Man lives on a stretcher. True.
2: <laughs> True.
4: Uh, Gridane Sevens, Ketz is in the lead, I believe. Uh, it's a joint lead now. Oh. I have Ooh. managed to join him back at the top, uh, both on 55. Uh, Laurie just behind on 54. Laurie's doing wow. incredibly well Good as job. well. Um, yeah, I mean, Mike, what's, what's going on there? It's, uh, 15th out of 18 Ooh. down there. Yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty low down, but it's, it's getting to the point now. I mean, that yeah, there's some people down there. I think there's going to have to be some desperation predictions, uh, played out there. Some wild guesses. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now you're getting into bye week stuff. So less games to choose from, bit, bit tighter in there. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see where it goes into the, especially in the bye weeks. I always find the the more interesting ones because there's definitely a difference of opinion, or I'm just people trying, desperate still, to get points. I'm still trying to get my head around the weighting of the scoring system. <laughs> I've got
2: to say <laughs> that uh, it will it will be. Oh God, <laughs> the Ravens! Back.
4: No, um, no, it. It's it's definitely yeah it, the points system is what it is at the moment. But you, it is what you it know, is. I'm not I'm not arguing. That, I'm for, not saying the points system, system should be changed. It's Definitely open for review. I'm not I'm not saying it should uh, be after, changed. After, I'm not after saying after it should be season.
2: reviewed. And you know the rules are the rules. I'm I'm a big like mm. rules guy. You know if you, if you enter the room, you should stick by the rules of the room. I, I'm into that. I'm I'm just trying to get my head around it. That's. What.
4: Yeah, there, there's a there. There are, there are genuinely a couple of bits that I am thinking. Uh, maybe I'll alter that for next season. But yeah, it seems to me
2: thing. you get penalised on your uh, get the correct score. Basically, I've, I, maybe I shouldn't reveal this. I've, why do I always reveal my tactics on this damn show? <laughs> but it seems to me that you, uh, the the games you're sure of, you should just put into the uh, the winners bracket. Yeah. And the games that you're unsure of, you should try and predict the score.
4: Yeah, but that's where you get your bigger points season. from. That's the thing. If yeah, you're yeah. if you, if you, you got to if hit if you're unsure about sevens, a game and you've Hit your cover drives,
2: yeah. like mm-hmm. hit your uh, you know your uh, slants and your outs, which is your San Francisco versus Arizona. You you want to pick the 49ers, but you, you don't put them in your predictor score. You just predict them to win. Yeah. 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 Aim, and aim then, for, no, for yeah. singles
1: and doubles. Yeah, exactly.
4: Exactly yeah 17's your base but if you can get your 17 base mark each week then you know you're riding high but it's all about
2: yeah I'm, I'm averaging 15 don't change the scoring system up because i'm just trying to learn <laughs> it. If it don't let me learn it
4: and then change it that would oh, no, no. yeah no no i mean yeah there, there's a couple of bits i will review after the season but yeah no i think yeah I the Reaction has been very positive, and I've been very happy That's no, a with good game. The, and and listeners,
2: listeners are missing out for not joining in. They should join in next year. It
4: is fun. Uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the players are listeners, to be fair. Well, <laughs> so, yeah, up, big, big shout. Big shout out to them.
1: Hmm.
4: hmm. Mike. Mike. Mike <laughs> <Mike's>... <laughs> I mean, so you're, there's, you're there's... getting up there.
1: I'll
0: gradually build my way up. I, listen, I was born in the year of the rap, right? This is my whole thing. I, I, I sit on the nose of the the I was wondering where you were
1: going with that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> was there, was I there was a raven in, the year. In, was, in that race? I was born in the <laughs> year of the rat. Very good, sir. Um...
0: <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, people know the story of the rat. You rode on the ox's nose and then jumped off to win the race, and that's what that's what I will be doing in, in Gridiron Sevens.
2: I've never sure heard that story n- in my life.
0: I do know that. <laughs> what do you mean people don't know that?
4: Do people not know that? No idea. No one knows that. What, the no.
0: story of the Chinese New Year?
4: No, I don't know anything I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely years. bemused right now. So,
0: so no one in this call knows about the story. Do I need to tell everyone the story of the Chinese New Year? Well, it sounds like you've just told us, but
2: I've <laughs> well, never heard that before. You
0: know about all the years of the, like the year of the Chinese blah blah. So, yeah. the story is that they, I can't remember the details, but they got them all together for a race. I don't know what they were racing for. And all the animals raced and there's a whole story about it, you know, and then, and that's what the order of the years are is the order they came in the race. And the rat came first because it rode on the ox's nose because it was the fastest and then jumped off at the end because the rat was smart.
2: Uh Aha! So I didn't realize all the animals were bundled into one marathon.
0: Yes. So it's a race. All the animals in the, in the Chinese New Year, uh, racing. And then that's what the order is. So that's why after the year of the rat is the year of the ox and then whatever. whatever. Where did, where did the horse come? I don't know. You have to look it up in the in the
2: order of the Chinese New Year. What did the fox say? Uh, uh. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what a, what a topical subject! Listeners, let me know. Is that an obscure
0: like story? I thought this was like I thought
2: everyone knew about the Chinese New Year. I thought that was why like I didn't it was. I didn't I didn't realize you held it. I mean, I kind of I've got no idea. Am I sheep or my lamb? I don't know. Hang on, I don't know. What what
0: year in were that? you born in? Yeah, I've always take, taken great pride in being born in the year of the rat, as the one that won the race.
5: Uh, it seemed it relevant.
4: Oh yeah, and yeah. The, the horse finished seventh out of uh, twelve. Ooh, nice. oh, Earth goat. What the <laughs> classic goat. <laughs> <laughs> goat? You are the goat. What You're <laughs> a goat sheep. We might You're never goat. know, Mike's, because he, he, he Mike has disappeared. Why oh, did we lose Mike? So the people born in the year of the goat are
0: generally believed <laughs> to be gentle, mild-mannered, shy, stable, sympathetic, amicable, and brimming with a strong sense of kind-heartedness and justice. No. See? That's all wrong. It's wrong. It's bollocks. <laughs> what, you, what year are you, Mark? Uh,
4: 1990. So, yeah, the year of the. Uh, 1990. Year of the
0: horse. You're the year of the horse. Okay, so yeah. a per- person born in the year of the rat might be forthright, disciplined, systematic, meticulous, charismatic, hardworking, industrious, charming, eloquent, sociable, shrewd, but can be overmanipulative, cruel, dictatorial, rigid, selfish, obstinate, critical, overambitious, and
2: ruthless, intolerant, scheming oh wow i'm not sure any of that is relevant to you i, I, I don't buy into this rhetoric <laughs> the chinese are wrong the chinese. <laughs> well, oh well, for mike to come back into the room there
0: <laughs> what was my negatives Maybe year of the, the, like. i didn't get negatives for you year of the horse I'll, I'll have a look in a minute people buying the year of the horse are very high spirited active and energetic their True. enthusiasm and cheerful personalities make True. people like them this is why true. people who are born in the year of the horse like to be the center of attention and make everyone around them enjoy their company. True. That's not true. That's all true. That's all true, Mike. Uh, d- uh,
4: oh, I don't like. A I don't a think negative, that negative true. I me. Mean.
0: <laughs> I don't have neg- for some reason. Mine had negatives, but yours didn't. Maybe mine's just like
2: yeah, checks out.
0: I am a rat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what What year were you born in, uh, Mike? Uh, Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Uh, Good
1: year solid year. I
0: don't know. I was born a year after. So. <laughs> uh, oh, you're in the year of the snake.
5: Oh. Wow. oh. oh my. What
0: does that mean? Let's find out. That yeah, means he's in Slytherin. People born oh, no. oh. in this Zodiac are great speakers and are deep thinkers. People That is uh,
1: bollocks. <laughs> such,
0: <laughs> such people are also stubborn and overconfident. They ignore others' opinions and only follow their own judgment. Which is right most of the time. Hmm. Solid. Alright. Do, do we embody those animals in a more general sense? Gav a goat, me a rat, mark a horse, and make a snake? Mm, maybe. I, if we yeah. were to cast ourselves as animals? I so do have a, horse, a, a
2: chin beard, like a goat. I don't know if that.
0: <laughs> no, that's... <not> <laughs> yeah. I, I saw a goat from you straight away. That was the one that really... I really mm-hmm. work for
1: Mark, would you like to just repeat what you just said?
4: Well, <laughs> well I'd say there's some parts of the horse here, maybe <laughs> <laughs> what, what parts? The buttocks? Absolutely still <laughs> that in of you. <laughs> 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 hey, you
2: know. That's as long just as I've like, the face well of
5: the horse. Boasting to four That's lads on a two-hour
2: football podcast about the size of your endowment is really remarkable. <laughs> <a game. laughs> Classic horse move. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dear! All right. Well, that was a a fun tangent in in lieu of Dave. Yeah. Um, I didn't know how. I don't know how we got there. To be honest, I was talking about the rat. Oh yeah, I was saying I was going to win the Gridiron Sevens because I was like the rat. On the, look, oh, look, we yeah. all learned something. We all learned
4: something. Simon learned is a anyway. rat. Is
2: the yeah. uh, ultimate.
4: <laughs> and Mike <laughs> is a snake. Yeah. And uh, we all uh, play the
2: trumpet once in a while. <laughs> I do feel like we sort of skipped over the UFO thing. Do We want to hit that again or? seems like you do so <laughs> well it's just it's very in the front of my mind i'm 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 paying a lot of attention to it at the moment And it's halloween so maybe it's an appropriate time i don't know is, is it halloween
0: based well i mean it's october so
2: there's a there's a great documentary i watched today my friend sent me and um who knew that uh i i thought all ufo sightings were in america apparently no in russia in uh, the 1990s apparently a ufo appeared over their base armed all of their nuclear missiles thank you to the point where they literally thought all of their nuclear missiles were going to launch in 10 seconds and then didn't they deactivated them. there was another case in zimbabwe where a uh, saucer landed aliens got out and met school children and, and then this documentary actually has interviews with the school children at the time. And then also school children when they they're grown up now, modern day, and they still hold their beliefs. And the teacher apologised, saying she's sorry, she, sh- she should have believed the kids. Fascinating documentary. I'm telling you, th- this, this shit is real. I- I'm starting to be convinced. Maybe I'm just watching too much stuff. But I think this stuff's coming out now. And uh, we are going to have a sea change in reality in the next... Five years where they admit, basically, yeah, UFOs are real. I've said it. I've said it.
4: <laughs> there you go. Bookmark it. Bookmark it here. I Brock Purdy. I, 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 don't disagree with you. Hmm. I, I, This seems I, like I, a spurious
0: connection of unrelated tangents. I'd be
4: amazed which, which, which if we're un, alone in the
2: universe. Which unrelated tangents? Go ahead, Simon. I agree no, with Matt.
0: that, Matt. I agree with that. I, I don't think we're alone in the universe. Um. Oh, wait, can Gav not hear me?
2: Oh no. I can hear the rat. Mac? No, he yeah. can't hear me. He oh, you can hear me. Like. <laughs> no, I, I can't hear you, Gav. I oh my oh, god, no. we're all
4: paranoid now. Oh my god. <laughs> we, <don't laughs> think we can't hear each other. It's because I put my tin the aliens. Hat, or hat on. Yeah. It's the
0: aliens. Oh no. If <laughs> They've implemented a d- delay into our stream. Is that what's happened here? We... Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and we've lost. Oh my
4: god, Mike's gone. <laughs> we've lost him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mike's Have left. you only just noticed that we've lost Mike? No, he came back, though. But he's gone again. Yeah, he's gone again.
2: I know mean, he's gone now.
0: The aliens yeah. are truly... Yeah, yeah. We need to wrap up the show. We're, we're experiencing all kinds of technical
2: issues. Well, this is oh, what they no. said. They said, as soon as you start paying attention to uh, UFOs, the UFOs start paying attention to you. So well, let's see. I'll tell you. There you if, if there's like weird orbs and tic-tacs floating around in my kitchen. I'll let you know.
0: Let's hope the UFOs weren't paying attention to the uh, Steelers versus the Texans on Sunday because they'll never be back. We'll yeah, they'll be out.
2: so dis- disenfranchised that just, why is this
1: pathetic race and a useless sport. Oh, he's back. Did the, did the aliens get you, Mike? Um, I'm going to be the fifth. <laughs> um, all I'll say is they all have uh, traits of a horse. So I'll let you guess which one.
5: Um...
0: <laughs> <Uh-oh>.
1: <laughs> so I've no idea. My internet just keeps uh, just keeps blanking out.
0: Yeah, I'm having some weird issues during this call. To be fair, the well
1: interesting well. thing about UFOs, this is it, right? This is the last. Oh, we're here. <laughs> we're, we're at this point of the podcast. We? We're at this point <laughs> yes, of the podcast. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the interesting thing is, it seems like as soon, the the stigmatism, right? As soon as you, there you go. You see, as soon as you mention <laughs> the those three letters, people think, "Oh, he's crazy. He's talking about that." That is that is brainwashing right there, right, in in that you have a rebound reaction to, as soon as anyone starts talking about this thing, your brain instantly goes, ah, bollocks, he's a madman. That is, I don't think I do that. I don't think that at all. But I, I think a lot of people do. And I think oh, I did. Do. I think I did. I think I did up until two years ago, where the, the, the US government started releasing that uh, footage, and started admitting that there's programs and stuff going on behind the scenes crash retrieval biologic retrieval stuff going on but i'm sure the majority of the listeners and i'm sure the majority of you are thinking this is nonsense and i think this is nonsense right we're we're programmed we've been inundated with with uh brainwashing basically propaganda to make us not look at it to, to, to stigmatize it journalists have been you know any ufo story does not get picked up by the media because it's stigmatized so that alone is interesting
0: i think this falls into the bucket for me of things that i've like mentally blocked out because i can't do anything about them
5: <laughs>
0: you know like i feel like i've just had to do that and, and ufos fall in that bucket i'm like the ufos you know, Mexico's wheeling the UFO guy out, all this stuff. Just let him do it. If if I need to know about it, I'll know about it.
2: You know about the 1952 UFO incident in in the White House? You know about that? Mm. So for two weeks, so basically the UFO activity spiked after World War II. Now, what happened at the end of World War II? And what happened for the decades after World War II? Nukes. Nukes. (laughs) Nukes. It seems like UFOs are very interested in nukes. In 1952, for two weekends, jets were scrambled over the White House because UFOs were circling over the White House. And yet, it was completely whitewashed and it was explained away. There was a, there was a, a thing called the Blue Book, which was a, uh, a US government investigation into UFOs, which ended up uh, just basically saying yeah this isn't this isn't real this isn't happening it's it's a hoax now maybe that's the truth but it seems like those that commission was controlled by someone and and that's what the the uh investigation or the sorry the hearings in congress are about now is We've, we've reached a point, we're, we, we're, we're way down the line from this kind of post-war, Cold War thinking of secrecy and hiding things for national security or for uh, trying to learn from it. It's like the US government, elements of the US government are now saying, what is this money? Why? What are we spending it on? And yet the findings are completely hidden from us. We can't see what the, the findings are. So you need to reveal, is this... You know, there's been multiple occasions where the uh, nuclear weapons have been armed because we are seeing threats coming to us with deactivating. Is this going to be the cause of a nuclear war? Because the things are happening on radars and it seems like a threat when there is no threat. It's just this phenomenon out there. Something's happening in the skies. It's getting picked up by radar, and yet the public is completely being kept. But in what the blind. can we, what we do about it, though? We can l- learn so, and understand. We can. We can ask. And enjoy the ride. We can ask. We can ask that our governments actually reveal to us the truth. But what if?
0: Yeah. now just to play devil's advocate here. What if there's a reason we don't know the truth? What if? You know, I mean, it's all well and good saying like, "Oh, we, we must demand the truth from our officials." Well, what if uh, you know? What if the officials have a good reason for keeping that stuff secret?
2: What would the reasons be? Money? I don't know. Something that could just, I don't know, just implode everything. But it, isn't it the biggest story ever? Like, if, if it would be, if, if, yeah. And it seems to be. It's been going on for a long time. People, not,
0: just need, I, people just need to be presented with something solid. I mean, that's that's the simplicity of it. You know, all this stuff so far is as as intriguing as it may be to the uh, to the onlooker. Passers by are uninterested. You know, the exactly,
2: evidence. But or... why why are passers by uninterested? When in 2017, the U.S. government releases two uh, separate footage of UFOs actually being recorded and says this is UFOs. We yeah, but it's
0: UFOs, isn't it? It's not aliens, you
2: know. Yeah. No, but forget forget the aliens. Doesn't it doesn't it could be could be aliens, could be interdimensional beings, could be <laughs> uh, could be uh future us, right? Coming back. Could be inter like we talked about last week, could be uh inter earth aliens, could be anything, could be absolutely anything, whatever it is, they've admitted there's something going on and we don't know what it is. There's a lot of things I don't know.
4: The right. problem with the 1952 <laughs> incident is that it has the stupidest name ever, um, but it would also make uh, for a great uh, replacement for the commander's name if they do want to change it. Uh, it was called the Washington Flap. <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Lord.
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh, might need that R sound up. But, um, yeah. Because so- you were all flapping, like flapping like that was the panic reaction. No, so uh, <laughs> play, play your sceptic role, Mark. What, what's
2: wrong, What's wrong with the Washington Flap?
4: Well, no, I mean, I just think the name's stupid. That's all. I I, 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 yeah, I, I do think, as, as I say, I, I'm with you. I don't think we're alone in the universe. Cue the, cue the raven drop sorry. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Now, this is the problem, right? Well, the aliens will come down. They're going to make this very big speech about, you know, what what the deeper meaning of the universe is. And then Psy will just play that bloody raven drop over the top of it. And they'll bugger off. <laughs> yeah,
1: just scare the shade out of us. What if,
4: yeah. not,
2: what if they're not aliens and the future of humans is to be androgynous, genitaless, massive-eyed, grey people?
4: Some people have played the arse trumpet. So- <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm playing uh, then, on the trumpet, like So if they
1: are uh, gen- <laughs> sorry, did you say genitaless? Mm. Okay. Like we're um, heading
2: into a trans society, unless, unless Richie Tunack, my parents are, they- are a frigid wasteland. But exactly. <laughs> unless his pronouncements is true and we are going to start rolling back on this trans agenda, maybe we are heading into a world where we're just androgynous, grey-skinned, ugly
4: bastards. Well, they will not be born in the year of the horse, then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's oh, doubling down on this, Mark. I like it. <laughs> this is the That's fastest I've ever that. seen a podcast descend from, you know, ostensibly a Steelers <laughs> a football podcast into like, I don't know, like Alex it. Jones, like it's like the UFOs <laughs> are coming for the trans agenda and they want your kids. <laughs>
1: someone watch out, someone watch out for your Washington flap.
2: And this, and this and this job's got new meaning for Mark.
0: Big man is big and likes dinosaurs. Swings helmet hard.
4: Ugh. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, you know, you're completely right, Simon. It has, But anything, <laughs> to, anything to just avoid talking about that Texans game.
0: I just couldn't believe that we'd gone from UFOs to trans-agenda being used in the same like conversation within, like... Very, very <laughs> Alex
4: Jones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it made me laugh. Oh, man. Right, OK. <laughs> so oh, are God. we done? I think we're done. Yeah. <laughs> God bless. Oh, we've all gone a little bit mad this week, I think. So uh, please,
4: let's uh, beat the Ravens so we let's don't... Get get, yeah, but, yeah, agreed. You know, let's get some
0: normalcy restored. I mean, can you imagine if this was a Jets podcast? We'd have got off the rails years ago. Oh,
1: okay. Would they be, be sitting would, in a padded room?
2: Would they be rails? They'd be... Uh,
1: the rails long gone.
2: <laughs> yeah, crisscrossed and crashed. The, the train would be off the bridge on fire.
4: Let's not even talk about the Taylor Swift Jets conspiracy theory oh, as well. Yeah. Oh, what's that one? Tell me that one, tell me that one. Oh, so apparently uh, Taylor Swift being at the Chief Jets game, sorry sorry to be yet another uh, media form that talks about Taylor Swift in the NFL, but um, yeah, apparently her being at the Chief Jets game is a cover-up to uh, stop uh, the top Google search for Taylor Swift Jets being the fact that her private jet lets off the most carbon emissions of any celebrity. Uh, I believe it is, is the uh, is the term used. I absolutely um, love that theory. That that is yeah. such a
2: good theory. I love it. It's, it's fun.
4: It's, it's a superb PR yeah, It's on interesting.
2: Alternatively, that that's a uh, anti capitalist conspiracy about climate change that I don't buy into.
0: Wait, what? What? That, I just thought it was funny. Why, why is it an anti capitalist conspiracy? <laughs> oh no!
1: <laughs> I've, I've opened the box here. Is
0: the transgender involved? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Mark, you've opened the box, and Gwyneth Paltrow's head is not in it. <laughs> it is. It's much worse than that. <laughs> yeah. if, if only that's what every box contained. What, what Mark's gone?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about Gwyneth Paltrow's head.
2: Well, they're they're both comparable.
0: Oh, right for <laughs> the show
2: are. at UK Steelers pod.
0: Follow me oh, up, so I wrote no. this, follow Gav at GM Boom up, follow Mac at MissionFL and follow Mike at Mike underscore JF1. See so once you say that, they have to stop talking.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh no!
0: <laughs> See you later, guys. Oh. See ya. See ya boys.
2: Go steal this against the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs>